Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. All right, everybody, welcome to the Full Scale Outdoors podcast. I'm Dale Luganbill, your host. Thank you very much for joining me. All right, everybody, you're going to love this guest. We've had him on before multiple times. It has been a while since I've had him on. If you are a waterfaller, you in the upper Midwest and probably more, you know this guy. He has just blown up over the last few years. Um, when I say the name, you're going to know it. I don't really need to give this one much buildup because you should know what to expect already. So I'm not going to. Here is a super quick introduction. The man, the myth, the legend. This is the Full Scale Outdoors podcast with... The grinder himself, Joe Heinz. Oh, here we go, boys. Go. Ooh, I love that sound. This is a good one. Joe Heinz's studio, the Four Score Podcast, because yep. uh, you're basically on my way home yeah. from Lake Preston, South Dakota. Right, yeah, don't go too far out of your way. <laughs> no, well, I mean, it's not that, you're not that far. What well, I think Hutchinson right. from my house like an hour 40 or something. It's oh, not, that ain't too bad. No, it's not that bad. No, it ain't bad at all. No, but this was pretty convenient. Like, Right. It worked out, and then it wasn't going to work out, and, and then it worked out. out. Yeah, I was gonna, I was going to go <laughs> buy a truck for my uh, camper, my truck bed camper, and then I just kind of. I don't know. I don't really like the color red on trucks, so I just kind of screw it. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a red vehicle color person. Right. I can Anyways. be picky, so yeah. whatever. So we did a nice intro before with uh, sponsored by Boss yep. Shot Shells and G Tech hand warmers. Yes, sir. Hand warmers. You ever try? <laughs> you ever try those G Techs? Uh, no, I have not. But like I said uh, earlier, it we talked about it a lot because the the weather was so up and down out there in South Dakota. Like, yeah. Two inches of snow, then it'd warm up, melt, and then eight inches of snow. It was just, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things are lifesavers, dude. Like, like I tell everybody, buy two batteries when you get the pouch, because one battery on high will last you about four to three hours. But that's like really hot. Like you almost put your hands in there and you're like, this is almost too hot. But then on medium, it can last about six hours, and on low, it'll last about nine. 
So if you want it really hot, if you're in sub-zero temperatures, deer hunting or construction or, you know, anything, um, you can switch the battery out. Because, I mean, nobody's really hunting more than eight hours, you don't think, right? Well, well it mean, depends on what you're doing, I guess, you know. But <laughs> We're yeah. putting in hellacious days out there in the snow goose field. Right, right, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, G-Tech's been an awesome company. They, uh, they have um, NFL players using their gear, and I guess they're officially the – the official hand warmer or whatever you want to say for major league baseball right now oh, really? so uh, well, that's cool the owners uh patrick and a couple other guys they sent me a bunch of pictures they're super excited like dude we got in a major league and they got all these sports guys wearing them and i was like cool that's pretty cool yeah how'd you get hooked up with them um actually i was looking for something that would heat my hands and they were the first company that i ever approached usually everybody kind of comes to me but this was the first company i seen it and i was like oh g-tech hand warmers and i looked and i'm like oh a hand pouch you know usually you'd get the hot hand shake them up throw them in there and then you forget about them or whatever you know and i was like man that i wonder if that works so i started looking and uh, i contacted them and said hey you know I, i'm a waterfall guide and I waterfall every single day of my life, and my hands get cold. I'm a little freeze baby, dude. Like, my okay. hands get cold or my feet get cold, I'm fucking done. I'm out of here, you know? Yeah. So they're like, yeah, yeah, we'd like to work with you. We'll send you a sample. And they sent me a sample. It kicked ass. And then they revamped the product and made the 2.0, which is like a little bigger. I got both of them back here. I'll show you when we're done. But um, they made it just like a little thicker, a little better material so it's not so loud. So if you are in a deer stand bow hunting and you rip your hands out, it's not crunchy or anything. And, um, yeah, I mean, that was a, a lot better of a product and when i used it i was like holy shit these things are awesome you know i think for like a guide service i think it'd be good uh, hell i might buy a fleet of them i mean yeah because it's just like that can ruin a trip you know if your clients yeah. didn't come prepared which i don't know why but it happens a lot yeah, people don't dress for the right exactly conditions even though they yep. like you do know we're outside all day yeah, right yeah. and you and know it was negative 10 yesterday yeah, you have a weather yeah. app on your phone right 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 yeah <laughs> and you showed up and what was that again <laughs> yeah all right crocs <laughs> and socks yeah it's like yeah. what the hell i mean it'd be something just it'd be nice to have like some in the truck mm -hmm. and someone's like oh my hands are freezing i, yeah. I just you know i didn't bring the right gloves and be like hold on a minute right I was, right i got I got you. Yeah, know, I got some G-Tex. Throw these on. And, I mean, they'd probably sell some. To, you know, oh, yeah, like. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I do have a promo code with them. Hashtag hunting with Joe. It'll give you 20% off. Cool. Which is pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't well, forget, how much those, don't forget how the much hashtag. Uh, I think they're like one, they're over 100. So, so they're like 110, so something like that, 115. Yeah. Legit. It'll knock you down a little bit. Cool. For sure. But, yeah, no, they've, they've came in, no pun intended, but <laughs> handy. <laughs> as um, I'm, as glad, a I'm, I'm glad the handy was the the no pun intended not the came in that would have been really awkward <laughs> whatever you're yeah, into yeah, dude yeah. well we can go down that road <laughs> let's but, not yeah right right let's, let's not let's not but yeah that. no g tech g tech's freaking awesome boss shot shells awesome everything's freaking yeah awesome. you got lots of news because i last time i had john was about two years ago yeah and we're at the brewery podcast is just getting fired up pretty much yeah, oh no yeah. that's right we did the one with the last one was with nick yeah, yeah, at last time. Yeah, at the yeah, brewery. That was that actually was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. We yeah. ended up going to Glencoe and going to the street dance. And I was just talking to you about this. Um, when uh, Dale came and hung out with us, we went into the Sugar Shack, which is like a little party garage that I got because Dale got intoxicated like we all did and <laughs> stayed overnight because I didn't want him driving. <laughs> and uh, my buddy's gotten a big fight 
and my buddy Drew punched my buddy Irving in the face. And then, like, and this was, like, what, two years ago, like you said? Yeah, yeah. And then I started talking to my buddy Drew about it, like, I don't know, two weekends ago. And he told me, he's like, I did not punch him in the face. I go, yeah, you did. You walked in and you punched him in the face. Bro, I was two <laughs> seats away from him. You're right, exactly. Yeah. I can't, I don't actually don't remember who was sitting right to my right, but he was the next person to yeah, my yeah. right. Yeah. And that dude, the door opened. Yeah, yeah. there's no words. Uh, there was no words. He didn't say hi to anybody. <laughs> no. He didn't throw a head nod, yeah, fist uh-uh. bump nothing that door open that dude flew across that table yeah, well, he fist bumped him in the chin but yeah he <laughs> yeah but i was like dude led with the right and, hook. yeah and then drew was telling me oh didn't punch him it's like yeah you did you punched him right in the face dude i'll never forget it but it was over some ex-girlfriend stupid yeah shit that, whatever. yeah super stupid shit and i remember talking about that like i don't get that it's like yeah it's an ex-girlfriend yeah yeah, yeah. it's not you pissed on it, so it's yours forever? Like, yeah. how does that work? I don't understand. Right, right. Like, Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it either. I, I guess when, like, if, if you catch your girlfriend cheating and the guy know, and it's, like, your friend and he knows damn well that you guys are together, then, yeah, you guys should fight, you know? But if, if your girlfriend's out of town and she's at a bar and she doesn't say a goddamn thing about her boyfriend and you surprise her at her hotel right. room, yeah, sure. don't kick that dude's ass. He's yeah. got nothing to do with it. Yeah, like, dude, is. I was just out at the bar hunting. You know what I mean? Well, and it was an, it was an ex-girlfriend at the time, wasn't yeah, it? Like, they yeah. weren't even even together that. like that yeah, doesn't make any sense yeah like yeah, that's yeah. you're done you're yeah. not even with that person what right. the hell do you care right now you want to get an assault charge and stuff but yeah it was a crazy <laughs> night dude like it was a blast I was like, it was well, a lot of fun yeah. right up until that point it was yeah, like right. whoa whole garage you're right, they like, do things different out here in hut <laughs> yeah, i like right. how you say like if that happens then you should fight not like you should work it out you're like no you should fight yeah yeah no fight <laughs> That's yeah. all you do things out here, I guess. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> whatever. With your fists. Yeah, exactly. Be men. But you didn't have the Don't roost about it. <laughs> up and running. No, I did not. At that point in yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, it's been an idea of mine and Scott Thrynan's for, oh, man, years, you know. And it was just... It came up because YouTube, the way I make videos, I don't self-film, so I can't make videos that often, you know, and I don't like making self-film videos because in my GoPros only capture little black dots dying and stuff. I mean, in my opinion, I might get hate for it, but in my opinion, uh, GoPro is only cool to like you to look back at the footage getting shot. It's good for like B-roll, you loading your gun, calling in a blind and stuff. But when you get them far shots of geese working in, I like having a a nice professional camera over my shoulder, zooming in on the birds. You can see them blink and the feathers fluffing up when they're coming down so fast mm-hmm. and stuff you know that's just my style but um with so with youtube when i put all these videos up there and i mean i got a couple videos that are well over two million views and hundred thousand views and all that stuff and guess how much youtube's paid me two dollars and 36 wow yeah so i was like you know God, what yeah like what does it take to you get have paid from those you people? have to get the algorithm dude you have to put a video out every other day and it has to be like 10 minutes 10 to 8 to 10 minutes long. Like, I have teasers out there that kick ass, but they're only two minutes long, sure. and they, they get, you know, 1,000 views. And it's like, well, and, and another thing is, is YouTube doesn't like hunting, so they, well, yeah, they will demonetize you, right. and they'll, yeah, they'll kind of like shadow probably, ban you, is what yeah, they call yeah, you, you know, yeah. where they just don't have you on the algorithm. So I was like, okay, well, Scott Thrynan has Goose Society 123, has all these calling, you know, um, not seminar, but like calling how-to videos and stuff, and d- people just aren't buying DVDs anymore you know i'm like and uh if we put them out on youtube we're gonna put them out there for free and i mean i don't i mean if you've ever edited videos or anything Mm -hmm. it takes a long time dude like it takes hours and hours on end so i'm like i want to get paid for my work and there's another thing that i notice is vitaly you know who vitaly tv Mm -hmm. is he's that russian dude he makes all the youtube pranks and shit yeah and then they were kind of demonetizing him and taking a lot of money away from him so we said fuck you 
I'm going to make my own website where people pay for a subscription. And it's, it's literally like a topless girls doing pranks on guys, right. like a guy, a guy will walk in the elevator and some chick with big tits, you know, they're just porn star chicks right, right. working in California. And I don't know what he's paying them, but it's like, all right, when a guy walks in here, say that you're hot and take your boobs out and ask if they want to touch them and stuff like that. And it's funny, you know, I'm not subscribed to it, but I've seen some, sure. of, like, some of like the half clips and it is funny. And that guy's made a killing off it, dude. He's actually supposed to be the number one pornographic quote unquote website, like number one within the next year. Which is wow. yeah, which is huge. That's nuts. So I was like, okay, it's like surpassing Pornhub. Yeah, and all yeah, that stuff. yeah. Wow. So I was like, holy shit. So here's so I was like, okay, well, we could I could make my own website and I could put my own content up there. But how much content could I put up there that people would want to pay and what would mm-hmm. I want to charge? So I called Scott because we were kind of working together, you know. And I was like, Scott, here's what I think we should do. We should make this website where people pay, you know, a low subscription. I mean, we could charge ten bucks and get five hundred people, or we could charge three, four dollars and get 10, 20,000 people. You know what I mean? And he's like, okay. And I'm like, and we'll call it the roost. And I think it would do really well, you know, because you're, you have a buttload of videos that aren't out yet. People want to see Goose Society 4. I'm going to continue filming. I got a bunch of backed up content and old and new, you know, I'm like, so I think if we put everything on there and kind of grasped it, we'd be able to do good. And, um, every time I tell Scott an idea, He's like, all right, yeah, for sure. And then he calls a couple of his buddies to see if it's a good idea. <laughs> and then he calls me back. He's like, yep, that's a great idea. That's what we're going to do. We're going to call it the roost. We're going to kill it. We're going to upload videos, all that stuff. So that's what we did. We paid a we paid a company, um, you know, it's not too much money, but enough money that made a website for us where it's like our videos in line, everything's organized and shit. And nice. it's been working out good, dude. I mean, uh, right away when we launched it, August 10th on my birthday or August 9th or something, I know it was like right before my birthday. Um, we got over 1500 subscribers in That's a day. Awesome. Yeah. I know it was like, you kept like, I don't know, you were announcing it and then did you want to release it earlier? And there was just like some technical yeah, yeah, issues. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I so, remember. It's been a while so now, we but went, I remember you like wanted to release it, and then you're like, oh, hold on, it's going to be a minute. Right, right. So we went with uh, Vimeo, or not Venmo, uh, uh, Vimo. Vimo. Like, it's like YouTube, Vimeo. you know? Yeah. yeah. Vimo or whatever, V-E-M-O, I don't know. What yeah, whatever. But we contacted them to make it, and they're like, oh, well, if you guys are going to be posting, you know, hundreds of videos a year, you guys need this much data, and it's going to be like 1500 bucks a month, and then you got it's like ten grand to make the website, and I'm like, holy shit. And I was like, well, that's a lot, but I mean, let's do it. And the way they had it set up, it literally looked like YouTube. You sure. know, it was like a Vimo. Um, you go to Vimo and look up our videos and pay for a subscription. I just didn't like the way it looked. I wanted right. it to be our own website entity, The Roost, you know. So then we found uh, Scott knows a guy that makes videos for dog training and stuff. And he uses the Kajobi app. He works for Kajobi. And he's like, oh, dude, we'll make it. We'll make your own icon and all that stuff. It'll be easy. And he shot us a price that was dramatically lower. And we're like, okay, let's do it. And it came out great. And I nice. like it so far. I guess the only thing that I that I don't like right now is the the Kajobi. Uh, when you download the app and get the Roost, it just says Kajobi. Like, I'd like it to say the Roost. The Roost, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And I guess they're in the works of doing that right now. Okay. So, but yeah, other than that, dude, it's, it's been going good. We were over 3,400 subscribers and, and all that. So it's been going really Yeah. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. I had feeling it was going to take off. I mean, your, um, you know, your reach back then was, and I'm sure it's even bigger now, but, um, was still pretty impressive, you know, just on your Snapchat. Yeah. I mean, that's how I yep. stumbled on you. You know, as my mm-hmm. buddies are like, you got to watch this Joe Heinz guy. He's, right. he's hilarious. And, right. 
And they weren't wrong. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I almost right. like the stuff that's not hunting more than I like the I know, hunting yeah, stuff. I get a lot of people like, say that. Too. You know, you haven't done any jokes in a while. The no, uh, laffy taffy, taffy, taffy jokes. jokes. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the I'm the creator of that. I actually seen a TikTok of it where somebody tried to copy it, and I was like, Oh really? Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, Dude, that's me. There's a there's a lot of stealing content on TikTok. Oh, I think yeah. basically TikTok is. Stealing, stealing other people's content. Yeah, yeah. And I love TikTok, dude. I like Dude, it's a my it's such a time suck. Yeah, oh yeah. If you're God. laying in bed, I'll spend an hour and a half looking Easy. at that until I'm like, oh that, my god. Until that guy pops up with the yeah. too big of a You know, you've been watching TikTok for way too long. <laughs> you smiling it? too hard. But, yeah. <laughs> who has that big of a mouth? Get the fuck out of here. I swipe up on him so fast, <laughs> yes. like God, if you were here, I'd punch you. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's, his stupid smile is too many teeth in his face. <laughs> yeah, right. Smile. Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. I'll wreck my life if I want to. Yeah, exactly. You don't tell me want to go to bed you're not my goddamn dad you're not even my little brother you're not my real dad (laughs) yeah but no tiktok's cool too they also don't like hunting at all that's what i've probably had 30 videos taken down man for real and some of them it's like you can't even you can't even see the dead geese you know it's just stupid but i'm starting to kind of figure out if you if you put like 10 20 seconds of nothing dying and then you kind of sneak a five second clip of there or something getting shot or you holding a dead bird it'll get ignored you know but they must have people looking at the content. Something, yeah. So yeah. they're not going to watch a full minute no, uh-uh. video. So, I don't think yeah. so either. And the yeah. way you word things and shit. Like, we, I had a video up that got like 450,000 views. And it was, uh, we were at, at the 88 pit in Fergus. And this flock of like 20 came in. And we mowed down 16 of them. Like, nice. bang the shit out of them, right? And I put on there like, tranquilizing geese to bring them back to the uh, zoo. And like, it's, it's still up. It never got taken down, dude. And I'm like, no freaking way. And then, uh, yeah, and I got, I got, sleep. I got that one video on there that's got seven, eight hundred thousand views. A double banded goose. He's kicking. He's dead. Oh shit, yeah, yeah, clearly. Right. And I go up and high five him, and I got a lot of grief for that video. But I mean, I don't give a fuck. I know. So whatever. Half, half the time I'm out there trying to get like hunting stuff on my Snapchat, I'm like. Don't do what Joe does. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> right. when they're doing that kicking thing, it's like almost it's hard natural not to, to it. like yeah, hype. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not gonna. Joe does that. <laughs> yeah. I want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah. can't go woo. Yeah, woo. You, no. you stole woo. Nobody can do that anymore. No. So you wrecked that for everybody. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'll call you out if you use it. No, yeah, dude. Uh, if I do it, I'll, I'll already be mocking you. <laughs> but if but if I imitate you, I'm gonna have to do like the. You're, you're probably too young to know who Dorf is, but. It was, it was a character that, uh, I can't remember the actual actor's or comedian's name is, but he, it's like Dorf on golf or Dorf on fishing. So he, it's this little short guy. So he'll like put shoes on his knees and he gets down. And oh he, yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've seen that guy. It's hilarious. Goofball dude. But yeah. I would have to like do something like that. Cause I actually <laughs> forgot how short you were until I came over here today. Yeah, dude, it was like five, seven and a quarter, it, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Five, seven and a quarter. Don't forget And it. don't forget that quarter. It's very important. When right. you're under six foot. Yep. The, the fractions counts. always come Everything into play. Everything counts, yeah. You know, I've, I've never <laughs> wanted to be taller. I mean, airplanes are comfortable for me, you know? It's dude, nice. I, I, I'm jealous. <laughs> you're right, right. I, 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 like, try to sprint and kick old ladies out of the way to get that right, right. exit row. You know, yeah, I'm like, some guys hell are like, yeah. Some guys are, like, creepy tall. It's like, dude, you're going to hit your head on that exit sign. Watch out, you fucking <laughs> freak. Get out of here. You're scaring the kids. <laughs> and I don't really realize that I'm tall, obviously, because you yeah. are what you are, right? You, right, don't, like, right want, yeah. you don't walk around going like hyper aware of right, right. your height yeah. until something reminds you of it. Uh-huh. And for me, it's like, 
obviously like small doorways and shit like that. But when I meet what I consider a tall person, yeah, which yeah, is anybody yeah. taller than me, because I'm right. not used to seeing people taller than me, that big, yeah. like a six six or six eight dude. I'm Those like, are big Jesus boys. Christ! Yeah, you're huge, dude. What the? You're a different kind of human. How tall are you? Six four. Six four. I mean, that's last a... time I measured myself twenty years ago, yeah. I mean, I probably shrank. Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> I might be breaking out the fractions too, and I'm like yeah. <laughs> six three and seven eighths. Yeah, I had a couple of inches. We all do. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, right. It's all about the camera angle. Right. I yeah, think... I, I've never, I never got that much grief on being short until like probably a year ago when I'd start meeting people like you're a lot shorter than I thought. I'm like, no shit, huh? And then I just kept getting it and getting it. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> You know who else was short? El Chapo, okay? <laughs> uh, but whatever. Well, it's not a knock. It's just, it's just a fact. Yeah, yeah, no, it no. It is what it is. It but, is yeah, is. so, I mean, that could be kind of funny. I could I could just mock you on TikTok. Yeah. Like, make a character. Yeah, there you go. Use me for clout, dog. <laughs> don't, don't do any original no. shit. Just get on my back. Just <laughs> ride those coattails all the way to the finish line. Yeah, Fuck it. all right. Right. Uh, no. But, no, dude, yeah, so you were, where were you at in uh, South, you were in South Lake North Preston. Dakota? South Dakota. Okay, yeah. Yep. Hunting snows. Hunting snows. So that's done then. Done. The season's yeah. over with. Well, if people want to go out there, they still can, but we're done guiding. Oh, you're done guiding. We just, yeah, because like, we do the like set and forget it spreads. We're hunting yeah, migrators. Yeah, migrators. We're not. Like now the main mass has moved on, and there's there's plenty of birds out there to be found if you want to put the windshield time on there and, and yeah. get those isolated mm-hmm. packs of juvies. You, yeah. can, you can fuck them up pretty good when you find them. Nice. But it's takes time what was your best shoot if you don't mind me asking uh it wasn't awesome it was what did we get 47 or something i mean it's still a good shoot dude. yeah no it was, if you, it was if you tons cleared, of fun if you cleared 10 20 you're doing really good you get to 40 that's a solid right, right? And yeah obviously you hit well, the 100 mark and that's why really i tell clients when they come especially in south dakota like you get to double digits yeah yeah yeah. it's a it's a bonus day it's a good hunt yeah, yeah. yeah. and so many people come up and like honestly the first half hour when you meet new clients is talking them off the YouTube ledge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You this know, isn't going to be a hunter bird day, I don't right. think. You know, there's yeah. a 1% chance that'll happen, you know. I mean, yeah, if you watch our uh, Outfitter highlight reel, that's like 20 days combined to the best flocks. Right, and know? most of that stuff you're watching on YouTube isn't even in the Dakotas. You're right, that's exactly. Arkansas no. or yep. Canada in the fall. Exactly. You know, this is, yeah. they're spread out. Mm-hmm. There's probably birds still in Arkansas, I wouldn't oh, be yeah. surprised. Me and either. there's birds in Saskatchewan, so, they, right. you know. When they're in Arkansas, it's like all of the birds mm-hmm. are in Arkansas. So right, right, right. you can get some on those big spins, and yeah. you got enough guns, and you get under the tornado, it doesn't take long to put a few hundred birds no, on the ground. No, it doesn't. But when you're in North Dakota and you're waiting for waves of birds to come to you, right. you know, you're getting a flock down at a time. Sure. Can a tornado set up on top of you? Yeah, it right. can happen. It does happen. Right. How often? Not very. Not that often. No, Not it really very. doesn't. You know, the best the best time we did, me and my buddy, I say this all the time when people ask me, like, how come, hold on, excuse me, how come you don't uh, chase snow geese? And it's like, look, dude, I did chase snow geese for like five years with my buddy Pete Zastro and Spencer Brennan. We had a thousand of those old hardcores, one piece. Oh, yeah. And the plastic was white. So even if you scuffed them up, it was still white. Oh, nice. You know, and, we, and uh, Brennan cut a bunch of those holes in there and put the Avery cones in there. So it would be like me, Spencer, Pete, and like one of Spencer's cousins or buddies or something or Bob. And um, we would scout and then we'd set the spread up from like eight o'clock to like two, three in the morning with just us four setting a thousand full bodies, you know, bags, big grain bags full. We throw them out there. Um, 
Pete would be setting stakes or I'd be setting stakes and putting them on. I mean, it'd take a long time. But then the next morning, there was a couple times, dude, where like just three or four of us, we killed like 200 geese. We had a lot of 100 bird wow. days with just us four. But we were chasing feeds and we were, we were busting our ass bad. We were sleeping in the front of the trailer, you know. And but, how, how many years ago was that? Uh, they're popping up on my memories like six years ago, four okay, years so ago. Not crazy I'd, long I'd say, ago. I'd say, uh, four years ago. Okay. Yeah. Then and after that, dude, I, I got so burned out that I'm like, this isn't fun anymore. This fucking sucks. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Like, I don't know how you would like guide that the amount, like what you would have yeah. to charge clients. They wouldn't pay it. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. But it'd be because you're it. running four guys you know? or five or whatever. Yeah, exactly. A couple guys scouting two yep. guys, you know, if you have clients that day, yeah. you know, they're running and the other guys, okay, we got on a feed. Mm-hmm. You guys start setting up. And as soon as we're done hunting here, we'll start tearing down. Exactly. Yeah. And then you just got to like leapfrog. Like that's mm-hmm. so many guys and so many hours. Yeah. And you got to pay those guys too. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, yeah. They're not going to do it for free. No. So you're probably going to be charging 300, 350 bucks a guy to you cover know, your I, cost. You know, I'd do it. Yeah, I'd do it for like 500 bucks a day, you know, <laughs> yeah. for real. And then I'd have, you know, when we did go out there and we hunted with just us four, I was like, dude, this sucks. And sometimes we'd be able to talk Brennan into letting us have like seven, eight guys. And that spread went up so fast. Oh, it, like yeah. an hour. It's like, yeah. oh my God, I get to go to bed at 10 o'clock, right. you know? So then, and then, yeah, you go out there and hunt. But sometimes it was, uh, the birds didn't act correct, but my God, dude, there was a couple times where it was just two, three, four of us out in that field. Those birds worked right to us by the thousands, you know, how they mix up at the, mm-hmm. on top of you. Yeah. You and know? that's what you want. You want that yeah, layering. So exactly. like you pick your bird, yep. you shoot that first bird and yep. then you kill three or four of them. Exactly. You aim at the first three, killing the ones behind it until you yep. kill it and then you just spray. Yeah. But yeah, no, we, we had some dynamite hunts, but yeah, I just got so burned out i think pete did too he only goes out there like two three times a, a year sure know, but yeah so don't go i'm sun. not getting burnt out I yet but then again i'm not chasing feeds and yeah, yeah doing yeah. that so it's yeah but you're still putting in like crazy long days like oh you yeah, literally absolutely. hunt all day yeah you're absolutely. up before the sun and you don't yep. get back until that stuff nope. the sun goes down you you gotta lay there have an hour to eat a burger drink yeah. two beers and pass out and exactly. get five hours of sleep and you need to do it again yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just not my cup. You definitely of tea. don't figure out your hourly hourly rate. No, no, you don't. <laughs> just don't get even a job think about at McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. Don't even <laughs> You're try. Be way ahead. Yeah, you will leave and go right to the truck. <laughs> no, but I, I, honestly, I I love it though. Yeah. Um, I love the spring migration, just mm-hmm. seeing the ducks and everything, and watching all the it, different geese. Yeah. Um, but really, just guiding it itself, like just meeting new people every couple of days. It is cool. Yeah, it can conversations be. like. I love it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I guess, I mean, I've only been guiding for a couple of years now. Like, three, I guess, technically. Um, so, I guess maybe I'm not, I don't have guide burnout, but I don't yeah. I don't see it coming anytime soon, dude. I, I no, dig it. No, I don't it. either. Like, I, I, if I'm doing a normal job and I'm only on five hours of sleep, I'm going to be dragging ass. Oh, yeah. And I'm not going to want to go. And I'm just like, ugh, I hate my life. Yeah. But when I'm out there, I'm only getting five hours of sleep and I'm popping awake and going, let's oh, yeah. go. Absolutely. Let's rock dude. and roll. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's I like you said. I I haven't felt the guide burnout yet, but I think what I what I'd like to do with now with the roost and stuff because I mean the roost is a better income than guiding. I think on the weekends I'm going to guide, and on the weekdays I'm gonna film. That's a good idea. You know what I mean. Keep, so that way I don't kind of get quality burned content out. going. Yeah, and um, I mean, dude, this year in Fergus kind of sucked. Like it was it was tough. There was a lot. There was two three weeks in a row we didn't kill more than 20 you know yeah. and I, I felt bad because i'd have some buddies up or i'd have joel campbell with falling outdoors out and 
and we sat in the east pit one time with like 10 veterans and we killed four geese and i felt bad about it you yeah know? right and then the next day we went out and we killed 25 and two double bands and it's like god it just sucked every time that i wanted people to kill geese right. we didn't kill them well, no plus- i mean i want everybody to kill geese don't get me wrong right right but you know like when my dad went up there i think we killed like well, in two days, I think we killed like 20, so it wasn't too bad. Not terrible, but, yeah. No, but yeah, it was just, it wasn't the Fergus that it was in 2000 or 2020. No, like two tw- years ago? 2019, yeah. Yeah, because that was like, I wanted to get back out and talk to you after that one, and, and yeah. you've done a million podcasts on it, so I won't hit on it too hard, but you had right. just like an unreal year with bands. Oh, yeah, It was like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah, that was a crazy year, and it sucked <laughs> because COVID hit so bad, and I was so excited to share stories with everybody at shows and yep. all that stuff, and it never happened. It's like, God, yeah, I mean, the double bands were ridiculous. Every time we'd go out there and a client would pick up a goose, like, it's got a double band. I was like, cool, <laughs> you can yeah, keep like, it. You know, I didn't again. shoot that way. You can keep it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think we killed like 50-some bands, and 20 of them were double bands. I got to keep four or five double-banded birds, and and uh, we got, what I get? I mean, I got a neck. We got a neck collar that year, a blue one. That was crazy. And then we got... Uh, me and me and Alex Schumacher went to New Jersey and we shot that double banded tarsal geo tracker brand. Oh, that's right. That was crazy. Like that that was like when that happened, that was like the last hunt that I was doing, you know, and then I was done and bring on summer, you know. And when that happened, I was like, Did I die? And did I am I living in heaven right <laughs> now? Because this, this is happening. not real, you know? Like this is unbelievable. And uh, yeah, it was it was just a it was a crazy crazy year. It's one yeah. I can't. It's one. It's gonna be so hard to top, and I don't know if I ever will. You know, from double bands and neck collars to geolocator brands. Come on! Yeah, I swear every time I open Snapchat, <laughs> there's another band. I'm like, you gotta be shit. I know. Yeah, and every, everybody says too, like, oh, they banned them in Fergus. It's like, no, dude, they don't double band any birds in Fergus. They do single leg bands in Fergus, like maybe 150 geese. But I bet out of the 50 bands that we killed, maybe two. I was gonna say, you when know? You, you, I mean, when you get a band, you usually then post like where the it's band from. Data. It's yeah, never yeah. Fergus Falls. No, it's never Fergus. You know, we get them from everywhere in the Central Flyway, South Dakota, North Dakota. You know, Wisconsin everywhere and um yeah the double bands come from winnipeg or yeah winnipeg right yeah winnipeg it's like 350 miles north north of us yeah no (laughs) shit 350 miles north of us and they just literally follow 95 and come straight down 94 god i don't even know what the hell i'm talking about 35 no the highway (laughs) oh 94 from like north dakota yeah straight down from you know canada and right into us basically and we're the first stop. But now that now they're shutting the water off, the warm water. That's why those geese are in there. In Fergus? Yeah. They're shutting it down. And not only are they shutting it down, they're literally tearing the building down. Oh, wow. So it's not like you could turn it back on if you wanted or something, you know. I well, know. the river still stays open a little bit, but it ain't going to hold as many birds. It ain't going to hold that many birds, no, you know. So I don't know. We got we got a couple new spots. and I mean, I'm going to go up yeah, there. I, gonna... I don't know if I'm going to rent a house up there again because every year I spend like two grand for a house for two months and live up there. But... I don't know if I'm going to do that this year or not. I don't know what I'm going to do. So they're it's going to be shut down this year. Yeah, so they're tearing it down, down the summer, yeah. I suppose. So huh? we get a hard freeze in November, dude. It could fuck us hard. Yeah, you know. So that'll be interesting to see where those birds where they go. Then, I think yeah. they're just going to disperse. I think they're just going to go all over Minnesota. You know, Hutchinson gets you know Monticello is going to shit stack. I bet maybe ten fifteen thousand in Hutch, right? We might get twenty twenty three thousand, which is a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, Monticello could really load up. People say that Lacaparo is going to get big again, and I just – But what I, keeps I that up in the river? Something. River uh, it's been open for how long? How come they don't stack up there then right. now? You yeah. Know? I just don't see it happening. I don't know what happened to that, but 
Yeah. Yeah, you don't hear La Caparra at no. all. Like when that I was, a was kid. the place to go to shoot yeah, a goose. That was up. Fergus like, before. If you heard of anybody shooting a goose, it was yep. they shot one in La Caparra. I mean, that was before their population blew up and they became a problem. Yeah. But yeah, that I mean, for a place so famous for geese for so long, it's like you just Fell never hear about it. Yeah. It's just gone. I mean, even Roch, right? I mean, yeah, Roch they too. took out was that Silver Lake. Was yeah, they shut they, that down. They shut that down, and that yeah. changed. I mean, it still holds a lot of birds because they got there's yeah. a river there, and there's other things going on. As soon but as it freezes, though, yeah, it's over with. Yeah, and yeah. Talking, they go. talking to Scott and Roker and a couple guys I know down there that hunt. They're like, man, these were the glory days, and now they 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 revamped the giant Canada goose population down there. Wanted the geese there, and now they don't want them there anymore. <laughs> so now it's just a big frozen <laughs> yeah. lake, and it's like, oh yeah. shit, dude. Yeah, I don't know. But whatever. I guess Minnesota. The birds will figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I get, we'll figure out where they're going to go, you know. Mm-hmm. And if, if, like I said, I think just every town's going to get an extra five to 10,000. Sure. Maybe. Which would be some good hunting. Yeah. I mean, like where I hunt, like that kind of, I don't know, it's a east central Minnesota. And they all, most, I shouldn't say all, but most of them roost on a ship plant. So, yeah. Which is nice. Can't get, roost can't get busted, nope. nothing like that. And then there's a river there. They roost on there too. And they kind of come from, you know, some refuges and stuff around yeah. there too but there's nothing keeping that open uh, you get that you get that first hard freeze and like late october or early november and they're gone they're gone and they're yeah. just just gone i mean the river will hold some mm-hmm. but not enough to guide off of for right. sure so yeah that's a good thing about some some towns around here is like you, you can't get to the roost because they're all in town right or they're or they're right. lakes that are refuges you know and the refuge surrounds that lake you know and so, but yeah, and I actually, I think Minnesota is going to go to a five bird limit now. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Like, what are your thoughts on that? I'm, I'm, I'm hearing really mixed. I don't get why it's mixed emotion on it. Do you like hunting or not? Because I love shooting geese. Right. And the worst part about hunting to me is when you have to quit. I don't like that. Right. You know. What no, I mean? you don't have to quit. No, and, and me and Nick J, we have a we have a, a a great way to get rid of our geese that's legally. And, you know, nobody bats an eye. I've called the game warns about it and stuff. You can legally gift food to people, mm-hmm. you know. Some people get mad, like, well, if you're not going to eat it, oh, like, who gives cares? a fuck if used. I'm not going to eat it? Yeah. Somebody's going to eat it, you right. know. Like, right. before you came here, like today still, I'm going to go to runnings and look for a big meat grinder. I don't care if it's $1,000. I want to get to a process where I can literally take, you know, super fatty burger and grind all my goose meat into a bucket, mix it, package it like a meat company mm-hmm. and have free goose meat for people. And that oh, would make sweet. it good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're not like, oh, a bunch of goose meat and shit, but yeah. Right. And get rid of it that way. And don't get me wrong. I do eat a lot of it. Um, Benny Shoresrock that owns Benny Meat Market here in Hutch, me and him are good buddies. We go mushroom hunting together and shit, which is coming up. That's coming up. <laughs> but uh, we go mushroom hunting together and he, he gives me a ridiculous deal on processing geese because I bring so many to him, you know, he just slices them up and I make my own jerky out of it or Turkey's wife or not wife, but Turkey's girlfriend mm-hmm. makes jerky out of it and stuff. So it's like, it's a, it's a win-win. Yeah, I think goose makes the best jerky. So I don't care how many geese the limit is. If it was up to me, make the limit to 10. Cause there's right. so many Canada geese right now that it's ridiculous. This last hatch that we had was stupid. Every pond that I went to, there was like 40 to 50. Even some little ponds had like a hundred geese on it. It's like, holy shit. I heard that it went up like 400%. Wow. Which is huge. You know, so I mean, five bird limit. It's like, yeah, sure. We'll just kill more geese. Right. You know what I mean? So the the against, the cons that I've heard. Mm-hmm. So one of them came from, well, I was just talking last night, talking to Dean Talugan yeah. from Free yeah, yeah. Flight. Yep. And uh, he's like, as an 
outfitter, he doesn't really like it because from a yeah, like yeah. client's perspective, they like, hit it's limits. all about limits. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so like yeah, yeah. now when they shoot three, which would have been the old limit, we'd, yeah. we'd be limited out. We'd have yeah. a five-guy limit. But yeah. now you can keep hunting. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, we didn't get our limit. Yeah, well, he, you still shot a shit ton of birds. I know, and, and that's that's when you kind of have to step up and put your foot down and just tell people, like, look, and we do it in Fergus all the time. You know, yeah, yeah, we're sitting in a 16-man pit, right, and we have 40 dead geese, and we haven't seen a goose in two hours. You guys, we shot the shit out of these geese. You know, let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. Let's like let's let this rest and let the other pit rest, and then we'll get you in there and we'll chase that limit tomorrow too. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. If we're you know ten geese away and it's nine o'clock, we're gonna stay till eleven noon. You know, right. but there's no need to stay from noon to four in the afternoon when there's nothing going. No, you on, have to. You, you know? have to. I mean, you have to take mm-hmm. the day for what the day is. I mean, it's no different right. than in snow goose hunting. You know, yeah. there's no limit for that, and you. Yeah. You know, some days it pays to to not take a a, a, a midday break because yep. they just they're they actually rolling. moving. Yeah, they're, they're rolling, rolling during yeah. the day. It's like I'm not taking a break. This yeah. we need to be here. Right. But you get a day like today, where it's 80 degrees, yeah. light wind. Right. These birds aren't moving during the middle of the day. No, they're they're gonna find a loaf and they're gonna chill right. all day long. Exactly. So if you want to sit in the field and stare at an empty mm-hmm. sky all day long, knock yourself out. But I'm right. going back to the room and take a nap exactly and then, and, and that's another thing too is like you know you, these these customers are paying for a hunt I, I completely understand it but like yes we will chase that limit from you know seven till noon and then when noon hits i got no problem coming back out here dude this right. is my job and if and if you guys aren't coming back out i'm coming back out to right. try to kill my last goose or my last two geese or whatever you know whatever if i shot is. that day you know so yeah i get it so we'll come back in the afternoon for sure but i mean also if, if we're four or five geese away from a limit we're probably not coming out in the afternoon we're gonna let that pit simmer yeah, down right. you know you got close enough exactly yeah, yeah. and then people always understand it i've never had someone like oh what the hell i have had guys where it's negative five cold and clear seven o'clock in the morning well we want to go out there and it's like all right look <laughs> they're not gonna move till like after three four o'clock right. i'm telling you and i've done it so many times like all right man i'll you guys go to the pit i'll fire up the heaters for you and stuff but if if you guys don't see a goose for two three hours you know i, I we'd like you to get out of there so you're not burning up all our propane and right. shit like yeah. that you know or I'll go down in the airport pit and cook with them and play cards with them. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of playing cards. I actually, I actually <laughs> took some money from a couple customers. <laughs> Dude, I took like one twenty from a guy just just playing hillbilly poker. And oh my god, it was so much fun. But yeah, we got a TV down there and stuff, so it makes it fun. I try to keep it entertaining. But there are times where it's like we don't need to be here. Well, you know, like let's that's... let's stay in bed and we'll actually shoot geese when we come out. You know, right? Yeah, and that's isn't that's an interesting thing too, right? You get the certain clients where it's like have you ever goose hunted before yeah. nope Cold of, any, of any kind yeah. like nope yeah. oh, okay and then they proceed to tell you how you're doing it wrong or how mm-hmm. can you do it better it's yeah. like yeah you just you already established that you right. have never done this why right. why are you giving the guide or maybe tips? maybe we should make a rule of like <laughs> all right you can go out there but you can't turn the heaters on <laughs> yeah <laughs> you there know? you like, go yeah but, sit out there all you want bring your own propane yeah. But no, I get it. They pay us, so it's like, yeah, use the propane, do whatever you got. But you guys ain't gonna kill good. But I mean, the times that I've taken, you know, like a fishing guide or whatever, it's like I don't argue with. Them. Like if they tell me, like, well, we're probably not gonna get, you know, we're we're gonna head out. Meet me at the dock at two p.m. in the afternoon. I'm like, oh, we're not doing the morning thing. It's like, well, no, the tide's all, you know, if it's salt water, like tide isn't good for that. You know, mm-hmm. it'll be great around two p.m. and then yeah. we can we can, we'll be on them for mm-hmm. you know six hours. Oh, all right. Like I just take it. 
he's there. He knows what he's talking about. Like, it's exactly right. Why would I argue with him? Like, yeah. oh, well, back home when I'm bass fishing, the yeah. first hour of sunlight is the best. Well, you're not. Yeah. That's not what you're doing. Yeah, you ain't going to kill him on the couch. He's like, well, you ain't going to kill him out here either. <laughs> <laughs> I can promise you you're not going to kill him here either. Yeah, you know, so, yeah. I mean, I just went, uh, me and Turkey Man went to Florida last week, iguana hunting, which was the funnest goddamn thing <laughs> I have done in a very long time. Like, it made me want to buy a house down there just to do that. That's like, just it was like, crazy. Shit, I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah, a lot of people don't. A lot of people said that. And, and I, like, I go to Mexico all the time, and I see iguanas walking everywhere. There's a hotel that I stay at. Um that every year I see this thing and it's huge. It's got to be over five feet, which is a monster, you know, probably over like a 20 pound lizard. And what well, one time I was super drunk and I came back to the room and I'm like, I'm going to catch this bitch. Cause he was <laughs> right there and it was dark. Way. And I got from like me to you and it gave me, it gave me that eye and looked back at me, opened his mouth eye. a little bit. Like <laughs> you think you're the first tourist that's trying to grab me. I will whip you so hard and bite you. You won't even know where I went the next second. I'm like, yeah, true. But no. And, and I, and then I heard you could hunt them, you know, and they're everywhere. So I wanted to hunt them. And uh, I just went on Google and I looked up, um, I was going to Florida and I looked up uh, hunting and hunting iguanas in Florida and JP Outfitters, uh, Jason Peters was like the guy and it's, it wasn't like a big boat. There wasn't going to be like another party. It's mm-hmm. like, if you have a party of three, that's perfect, you know, because then you three can rotate and shoot and all that stuff. And, and so I called him and he's like, yeah, let's, you know, let's work something out. And he's like, yeah, I actually have a, uh, a TV show coming down here for the outdoor channel or something. So I was like, okay. okay. So I hung up with him, and like four days later, after those guys came and hunted with him, I don't know how I got brought up, but he called me back. He's like, "Oh, well, you must be, you know, doing something good because I keep hearing about you now." He's like, he gave, <laughs> he gave me a really good price, and I was like, "I tell you what, man, I'm gonna come out there. I'm gonna try to make the best video I can. I'll promote you all over my social media. It will help you." And I've, mm-hmm. I've, I like, I told him, I said, "Dude, I'm a guide also." I do not expect a discount because I right. understand, yeah. you know, and I get it. I'm not asking for a freebie. I never have. I wait for the people to talk to me and then we work something out, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so me and Turkey went down there and it was it was ridiculous. That was fun, a dude. Oh, my God. I got the video. When we're done here, I'll show you the video, the full finished product. Oh, that's it was crazy, dude. I was like, that is so awesome. Oh, it was so fun. Because we stayed down in the Keys – Oh, well, it was a couple of years ago now. Yeah, there's just iguanas everywhere. Everywhere. You they're know, a nuisance. They're like they're, pigeons up here. Well, they're up not north. supposed to be there either. They're invasive. No, yeah. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. They do a lot of damage to Tons of damage on natives. and everything. Yeah, and native fauna and, and yep. all sorts of stuff. Oh, it's time to wake up. Yeah. Holy shit, I'm dreaming. <laughs> but no, you're really here. Yeah. That looks like a ton of fun. I, I was like, dude, I need to get down there and do that for sure. Yeah. And I mean, dude, it's, it's not a bad price. So like for a half a day, so from like seven in the morning till, you know, probably noon, it's 200 bucks a person. And he gives you all the guns, all the air, all the pellets. You're using 25 caliber pellets. So they're like the size of Mm -hmm. a 22, you know, Mm -hmm. but there it's legal to shoot pellet guns in public when you're shooting those iguanas. So you just go down these canals. You're like right next to multi-million. Yeah, I was watching. It's like like shooting them off people's yards, basically. Yeah, yeah. Some some you can, some you can't. We actually, we seen a huge one that was well over six feet sitting on this guy's pool fence. And in the back, he had like a $3 million house. Could have been more. It was gorgeous. And and we couldn't shoot it, you know, because you would have put holes in the Well, yeah, you don't want to start breaking windows. Exactly. Because then they'll shut it down. But no, it's it's, it's sports shooting for sure. You got to know your shots and shit like that but it, it was the most fun ever our, our biggest one that we killed was uh five and a quarter five foot and um it was above us and i pulled in i was like turkey holy shit look at the size of that one <laughs> and jp gets us in there like shoot it and you got to shoot him in the head you got to get him between the eye and the ear hit him in the brain you know yeah 
And we pull up and I shoot it in the chin. It's kind of like hanging there. Turkey shoots it again in the chin and it comes falling and lands in the boat and it whips Turkey and it jumps over the boat. And I go to try to grab it. And JP's like, you can't be scared of him. I'm like, dude, I I grab geese, bro. Like there's people that are scared of geese and I'll walk up and grab and snap their neck. But these things got sharp scales all over them. I don't know if they bite. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if they're like have diseases. I'm like, I'm not going to grab this goddamn thing. You know, like, holy shit but no we ended up that one swam away and we ended up finding them on the bank and shot them again killed them and got them but yeah it was oh my god it was too much fun oh yeah and then a, a full day so from like seven you take a lunch break from noon you basically pull up to this uh, crab shack that's on this boat pull your boat up there jump off sit down eat some of the best crab and you know shrimp ever and um then you go back out i think until like four in the afternoon and that's 350 a person Oh, so not, it's that's not like, bad. That's dude. like fishing here in Minnesota for yeah, a full day. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Cheap. So you and a buddy go down there and three fifty a piece and smack them. And that dude. was Miami area. Uh, Fort Lauderdale, Fort like Lauderdale. like Hollywood, Florida oh, okay. type. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so just north just, of it, not too far. Of, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then and then uh, he told us he's like, well, since you're a waterfall hunter, I think it'd really be cool if you shot an Egyptian goose. And I was like, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. Yeah. So uh, he had this golf course that he didn't hunt for like three weeks, and it's it's like a, a like not a very it, it was a nice golf course don't get me wrong but it was super skinny and it was like just for you to like chip balls and sure. it wasn't like fancy as shit right not a champion course yeah the pga like will yeah. not be going there <laughs> but uh, they had like three four ponds on it and he's like yeah there's like eight nine egyptian geese on there i guess because he's really good friends with the the land keeper or whatever so we went there and uh we sat there and we basically turkey hunted them next thing you know they're like running at you and i'm like holy shit they're getting closer getting closer and then i noticed that in the shadow of the tree that I was sitting by, they were staying in that shadow. So when the sun kept going up and that shadow kept, kept getting smaller, they shadow. kept coming closer. And I was like, okay. And I, I took like a 50 yard shot at the one I hit and I hit it in the body. I had to hit it like two, three more times. And then the other one is kind of standing there like, what's going on? What the fuck? And you can see <laughs> it on the video. It would have made the video a lot better. Me and Turkey just started raking them at that point, you know, but you can see my BB go right under this one's oh, chin. Like, God, if I would have hit that thing, if I would have hit that thing in the dome, that would have been so awesome. But I ended up hitting him in the body and he died on shore. But yeah, I mean, we killed Egyptian geese, dude. It was awesome. That is awesome. You know, I get to mark that. Or is, is an Egyptian goose on the, the big 30 or whatever it's called, oh, you know? I have no idea. I, I no didn't idea. know there was a goose. Like a, a big... Yeah, they got snows and sure, swan okay. and Canada goose and all sorts of ducks. I don't know if the Egyptian goose is on there or not, but hey, mark it off the list because I got one. Hell yeah. So, well, we might be getting a swan season here in Minnesota soon, Yeah, that'd be, like more up north or what? Not sure where they're gonna where it's going to be held, but when I did that uh, podcast with Steve Court, that yeah. I wasn't even asking. I was going to ask him more about cranes, and he, was, he brought up the swans, and I was like, are you serious? Because, <laughs> I mean, swans are one of those animals where the public is like... They consider them off limits when it comes to hunting, mm-hmm. you know. But their their numbers are just ridiculous. Cause mm-hmm. I did that, I did a another podcast with um, a swan researcher, nice. and he gave me the numbers. And it's like crazy when they first started oh, yeah. the restoration project. That's what it's called. They wanted their goal was thirty breeding pairs. Jeez. And now we have forty thousand adults wow. and another thirty thousand cygnets. Wow. So there are plenty. Yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes. They're expanding I didn't know their the range. Like, yeah, it's crazy. I know when I go up north to like St. Cloud, you start seeing them up there. And that one time there had to be all of 300 swans in a little cornfield. I was like, wow. You know, and I, I guess I don't really, because I've never studied them or looked at them too sharp, but mm-hmm. I, what, the difference between the tundra and the 
Trumpeter. The trumpeter swan, yeah. The one's got a gray beak and the other one's got yellow or something. Mm. I the, have no idea. The only difference, the difference is their tundras are smaller. Yeah. But unless you have two of them to compare side by side. Yeah, you would never you know. You can't really tell. Yeah. And then, so tundras have, yeah, this little tiny yellow patch right in front of their eye yeah, on right their, their beaks. beaks. And that's, yep. that's literally it. Yep. And again, they're, they have a slightly higher call, too, because they're oh, smaller. They yep. Again, unless you have two to compare. So the trumpet trumpeters bigger. Trumpeters are bigger. Oh, they are. And yeah. those are the ones you can hunt. Well, eventually, tundras yeah. are the ones you can hunt now. Like if you get a if you get a tag for the Dakotas, it's yeah. a tundra goose. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice, cool. Yeah, those are the ones you can hunt. We we've had tags a few times, and then two years ago we we filled our tags. Nice. So what did you do? Just go out to North Dakota and scout. Find them on a We pond. just had our tags. We just we were just goose hunting. So we were running a white oh. spread and we were hunting everything, ducks, darks, nice. light geese. And if swans came over, then you could hammer them. I could hammer them. What's right. the limit? One? One. Yeah. One? Just one. Yeah. Nice. And so we were out. I think we were picking up birds after just raining into some and I'm running, you know, I'm whatever I'm out there, I got my gun, and i I just hear somebody yell, Swans. And yes. I turn around just in time to see my my buddy Austin mm-hmm. dump his. Nice. And I see that his it's buddy there and he's flapping and he's not flying that fast i'm like i think i can catch him i just yeah, i sprint sprinting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I'm, I'm starting to get closer to him and all of a sudden he turns around and starts mm-hmm. flying at me i'm like oh shit i Perfect. just get down he ate all three shells so i finally like Jeez. yeah the full pattern him on the first one he just like wobbled kept flying yeah. second one wobbled i'm like good god and i just like i got one shell left so i just waited till it was like right on top of me 15 Boom. yards right on the right on the face and let him have it and nice. then finally hit the ground how'd that thumb sound pretty awesome pretty cool it would have been yeah. better from a higher up but yeah, yeah, yeah it was i'll take it for that was my third attempt at getting one third nice. year of getting a tag and nice went up to go get it and it wasn't the tundra oh no it's actually a trumpeter oh no and uh is like like they could say it's like you're admitting a, a crime yeah i was like is but, this something we should edit out <laughs> no no we're gonna leave this in here is this um, because conversation? no it we can leave it in here because uh so we're like shit what do we do yeah you know, because we were way west, we were mm-hmm. almost a Minot. And if you look at like the distribution map of trumpeters, yeah. they should, we're a hundred miles yeah, yeah, from yeah. the where zone. Should, yeah, where where they, they like be, the yeah. last thing on our mind was, we got to make sure these are tundras and not trumpeters, yeah. right? We saw a swan, we just assumed mm-hmm. it was a tundra. And uh, so we called, we called the local CO. We're like, hey, um, so we're out here hunting, and uh, we got swan tags, and these swans came in, we killed them, and we went to go get them. We realized they weren't tundras that they were trumpeters what should we do and he's and the, the ceo goes we don't have trumpeters out here well um well, sir yeah. you have two less right, than yeah. you had than, sure. you than you had yeah. yesterday right, yeah, i can yeah. promise you that right um and he's like well you got tags right yeah just tag them we're like all right can we get your name and like right. badge number and phone number so and stuff in case we over. get yeah. checked on the way back to minnesota <laughs> he's like absolutely so we wrote all that stuff down we tagged our geese and just headed home um, didn't post about it on social no, media or anything yeah, just either. to, you know, whatever. But then in doing that podcast with Steve a year later, that year they had decriminalized take of oh, perfect. trumpeters. Perfect. Not the year, They were still illegal when we yeah, got yeah. ours, but then the following year they decriminalized it. So <clears throat> you can't actually target them, but if you have incidental take, yeah, yeah. you just won't be prosecuted and there won't be any tickets. But he goes, oh, cool. we did that as kind of a – um, just as a precaution, you know, yeah. just to protect Hunter's neck. Cause he, even he was like, you can't really tell on no. the wing. And he goes, but it's my understanding that no one's ever enforced it anyways. Right. right so right. I was like, all right, well, I mean, I feel like we did the right thing. I mean, yeah, we, we self-reported and, yeah, and absolutely. nothing bad happened. So yeah. 
I mean, the one good thing is about like checking off the big 30 or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I got a trumpeter. How many people can say that? <laughs> yeah, right. Boom. <laughs> but I still need a tundra, though. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So I still got that going for me. So That's good. Next time we go out to Dakotas, I'll hopefully get another tag and yeah, I check always, that one off the list. I always thought about trying and going out there and killing one myself, but I just don't know too much about it. Just drive around until you find a pond, throw your waders on, throw <clears> a couple white floaters you're, out. You're really good. It. You probably probably wouldn't even need decoys. They're, yeah. When they're coming through, there's mm-hmm. a bunch of them. Is there? Yeah, yeah, if you find a wetland that's got uh, some tundras on it, you could probably just stake, you know, play the wind, stake up, yeah. you know, on the upwind side of it yep. in some cattails or whatever and wait. You know, they're coming to that. That pond, yeah. yeah they, they live in that pond, and they're feeding in that field, and they're going to come back. Yeah. So I just wait and just pass shoot them. I don't, even, I don't think you'd even need. Yeah, I, I seen a video one time on YouTube where these guys were just mowing them down, dude. I actually had a bunch of uh, super mags that I um, sold to a guy. And he bought like eight dozen from me, and he's from North Carolina. I'm like, what are you doing with these? He's like, oh, we're actually going to paint them white, and then we, we hunt uh, swans over them. I'm like, no way, and he was showing me pictures, and they had like 10, 20 of them. I'm like, wow, that looks like a blast, you know, like, holy shit. Well, out there they have the, I think it's mute swans that Mutes? they hunt out there, yeah, 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 and they're invasive, so it's, yeah. you know, it's you like kill them all. Up. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, that'd be another species to get to go check off the... Yeah, that'd be cool. Get too. all the swans. I should add it up. I know I know. one time I had a map of everything. I can't remember what what it's called, you know, but I looked and I'm like, oh, I've got this, this, and this. And I, there really wasn't that many left. You right. know, like a cinnamon teal. I don't think I've ever got one of no, them. I haven't. And I, I, I know that the... Um, um, uh, what are those big sea ones? Eiders. Eiders, yeah. The king eider. I, I haven't got one of them. But, I mean, when I went to New Jersey... And hunted with Captain John, he, he we killed a lot of like squaws and yeah, and you know there's lots of eiders out there. Yeah, yeah, there the wasn't at that time. Okay, but yeah, that was cool. Maybe they were further north. Because like when I went to, we visited uh, New England, saw like all the New England states, and you get anywhere near water there, they're like mallards. If yeah, you yeah, get yeah. anywhere near water, you're gonna see eiders. You're gonna see them, yeah. Not kings, they're common eiders, yeah, but yeah, still, yeah. right, right. Yeah. King kings are much better. Or what? Well, I are think bigger, they're, I mean, they're up in bigger? they're up in like Alaska. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. gotta. Do Travel. some traveling to get mm-hmm. some kings, but yeah. the commons—it's a perfect name for them because they're—they literally they're, they're everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, they're right in town. I mean, like holy crap! I had no idea when I went there. I'm like, oh, the first time I saw them, I'm like, oh shit, there's eiders, and I right. got all excited. And then next time we stopped at another town and got next one, I'm like, oh, there's some more eiders there. Some more and, there. Oh, and there's some more over there. And, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> apparently these aren't rare. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> they're still cool because they're a cool looking bird. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Super cool looking bird, and they're big. Yeah. But the brand thing, I need that—that's on the bucket list for yeah, that sure brand, that brand hunting was just so freaking cool too were just you hunting like, like right in town not right in town but like right on a shoreline a guy was walking his dog and walked right by us yeah okay because like, what I are you guys to... doing we're like shooting brands he's like that's pretty cool yeah. Like, yeah it is it is really cool <laughs> you just can't like shoot towards town or something there's some no weird yeah you, you can't yeah there's like uh you can't come in through town you have to come in through the water yeah so one of our other uh, guides for premiere out there brady he did a brant hunt out there too and he was like it's crazy like yeah. just like you said there's people riding bikes and walking yeah. their dogs and you got yeah. your gun right there and it's like yeah. this well, is weird i hunt like that in hutch <laughs> too you know people walking right by us like what are you doing goose hunt get out of here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. kick rocks kid right but no yeah the, even the even the old squaws and, and stuff like that um we call them long-tailed ducks now, Joe. Sure, whatever. You racist bastard. Hey, I'm not very politically correct. <laughs> I'm trying to work on it. No, I'm not. But, um, yeah, no, you, you go out there in the boat, 
and you set decoys up, and you can, they just look like little golf balls bobbing out there, and all of a sudden they get up and come right in. Them things are strong, too. And the boat's bobbing, so you're like, oh, boom, yeah. boom, boom, yeah. boom. It's tough. But then when you do get one, you got to chase it and stuff. I mean, it was cool for me to do one time, but I am such a goose guy. I like setting decoys, come to me, shoot you, walk out there, grab it, get back to the blind. That I was like, ah, you know, I told them if I come back out, I'd like to do two days of just brands, you know, and yeah. I, and I want to band hunt them. And then it, actually, I was telling them, I'm like, dude, if you put binos up on these things, you'd be able to see those color markers on their feet, you know. He's like, oh, I don't know. And then um, he actually just sent me a uh, picture. He shot a backpack locator, geo locator, backpack on mm-hmm. his back, uh, red or a green tarsal on one foot and a leg band on the other. I was like. Hell yeah, dude, band hunting. That's what I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah. And he's like, well, here come more. And then he sent me another picture. He got a red tarsal one and a regular leg band. So he got like Sick. unbelievable amount yeah. of bands just by sitting there and waiting, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Because the limit's like two, cool. right? Two, yeah, yeah, two a piece. But yeah, that was cool. I actually got mine in the freezer. How sick of, of a picture that'd be you know, like. Two, you know, four geese, and they're all banded like that with those, oh, with those colored tarsals yeah, and everything. Yeah, and they band a lot of them. Like yeah, that they do. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't like they don't migrate a ton. Mm-mm. They don't they don't move much north and south. So right, right. Kind of, you can pretty. I think you could do some damage if you yeah. put in the time scouting and find out. You oh, know, yeah. if you had a boat and you're certified of where they're at. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I'm working on getting my captain's license. So nice. There you go. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. We'll go. Yeah, definitely. Let me know. Sweet. <laughs> I like going to dude. those places. <laughs> yeah, dude, it'd be awesome. I don't would have to rent the boat, but right, right. Although you don't need a captain's license to do it on your own. You don't? No, you just need a. You just if you're need a boat. If you're making money on it, you need a captain's license. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah if you just rent a boat, you know how to drive a boat. You can. Oh. You don't need a captain's license. I didn't. I didn't know that. <clears throat> no, you don't. You only need a captain's license if basically if you're making money on it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. No clue. I know every time I go on the water. They captain this, captain that. Yeah, well, it's because they're going with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some is probably an outfitter or a guide. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, they have to be licensed. Yeah, like that that JP down in Florida. He was, he does fishing and all that shit sure. too. And he asked if I wanted to. I can't remember what kind of bass he said it was. Peacock. It, yeah, it was a peacock bass. He's like, dude, I know giant pockets of them. We can go slay them. Do you want to do it? And I was like. No. <laughs> yep. Yes, I. JP. Yes, I do. Yeah, all right. right. We'll be giving you a call. This yeah. is happening for yeah. sure. Because down there around Miami, all those canals, they have a ton of exotics down there that mm-hmm. people just let you know aquarium fish. They just dump in there. They don't want to flush them down. They right, have like right, right. peacock bass and these mine cichlids and clown knife fish and snakeheads and just like sure. a host of shit. Sure. Like, and it's all stuff you'd have literally have to travel the world. Yeah, yeah, to get them to to get these and check them off the list, and they're all right here in this canal. Like, I just have I'm no, in. no interest in fishing. You're a weird, you're yeah, a weird man. I just don't like fishing. It's like you and Nick are both that way. It's like if those <laughs> have feathers. I don't give a shit. Well, yeah. unless that scales. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that was fun too. I like I shooting them with guns. Scales, so I guess that doesn't work. But. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't know. Fishing that, just... that looked like a ton of fun. Like that's, I was already planning on going down there at some point just f- to fish for those exotics. Yeah. But now that yeah. I can throw in some shooting mm-hmm. and get, I wonder if I could do it with my bow. Probably. I think he has bows. Do it yeah. with JP Outfitters. That's That'd all I'm telling you. The guy's cool as shit. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. What What do you got coming up? What's uh, uh, right now, nothing, man. Just trying to film random content, get it out on the roost. Um, I'm going to, I'm flying down to Missouri with uh, David Goose. Uh, there's the, um, um, dive bomb decoys is having a big goose calling contest. So we're going to go down there first weekend in June and, um, shout out to goose. Yeah. Goose brand. Yeah. And, um, 
try to you know win a calling contest. That'd I've been be practicing. Cool. I've been practicing a little bit, but not too much. But yeah, I got that's, I got two months. So. That's something I need to just I need to actually practice. I, I just yeah. don't like I grab that goose call when hunting season rolls around yeah. and I blow it all the time. And rip it. So. I at least try to blow a goose call for five ten minutes a day. Yeah. Try to. Anyway. Well, the good ones always do, right? And you can. Yeah. That's for whatever skill it is, whether it's guitar playing, yeah, or it's golfing, an instrument. or whatever it is. Like you yeah. gotta, you just. Yeah, to stay sharp on it, you got to keep, keep dedicated, yeah. disciplined. It's an instrument. So. Yeah, for sure. 100% it is. I think it's one of the best in- instruments and one of the best tools for goose hunting that you can have. I would say it's probably the most. Yeah. I mean, I mean we, people, people we've called say, them geese without any decoys. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, I, I've had geese, when I'm duck hunting, I just got duck decoys on. I've had geese circling. You can see their heads looking around mm-hmm. like... I can hear you, but I cannot see you, you know, but yeah. it's like a little closer over here. There you go. Wham. Yep. You know? we, we did that one Come time. Check we, it out. we walked two miles back into the swamp. I love this place, but nobody will go in because I mean, it's so much fucking work. Right, right, right. <laughs> but we didn't bring any goose decoys in. I think we just had, yeah. you know, a few, because it's a long walk. We didn't bring mm-hmm. that many decoys in general. We just had some duck decoys. And, uh, yeah, we're out there, and all of a sudden here comes a small flock of geese. We start calling at him and oh, one breaks off the flock and he's doing exactly what he said he's just yep. circling on he's like you can just that head's just swiveling yeah, yeah. back and forth the like, hell what are the you? Hell? Yeah. but you just kept getting closer and closer and too close yeah too close <laughs> Schlink. yeah sucks but, carrying yeah. a goose out two miles though i'll tell you that oh man me and trevor like, i would not want to limit out back there uh me and me and trevor <laughs> leased this uh cornfield two years ago i'm pretty sure and it was flooded cornfield, like a nice open pocket there was hundreds of ducks dumping into this thing so i'm like all right let's grab you know four goose decoys and two dozen duck decoys and we'll walk back there and i mean the walk wasn't that bad but it still sucked so we get back there and we throw the spread out and we killed the uh, i want to say we killed like eight ducks and like 18 geese <laughs> and that was pretty bad to walk out like oh my god luckily we have game straps and tags yeah. for everybody so we're like all right this is your bird yep. take it out these are your birds take it out but yeah the geese just would not quit decoying to that thing wow. just a big nice open cornhole and we just smashed them in it god it was fun but yeah we thought we were gonna kill you know 40 ducks killed eight <laughs> with a shit ton of geese yeah with a shit ton of geese well it's fine i mean you get to you get to pull that trigger it's what it's all about anyways mm-hmm. Yeah, no, is it's, the, it's a blast. Is the podcast only available on the Roost, or are you going to yeah. put it out on other podcast platforms? So uh, the Four Score podcast is only out on the Roost TV, the full episodes. I put, like, maybe five, ten-minute clips on YouTube just to kind of get sure. content yep. on YouTube, you know. Yep. But, but other than that, yeah, it's And it drives it's traffic. Yeah, exactly. Back to the, yeah. YouTube, to the YouTube, YouTube is the grandmother of social media, you know. So, I mean, it's the big hitter of it. And oh. so I just try to get more people to go to the Roost. The Roost is www.theroosttv.com, and it's uh, 4 bucks a month to subscribe. We got all my old videos, all my new videos, all Scott's old videos and new videos. Scott Thrynan, three-time world calling live, goose calling champion. I mean, the guy makes some of the best waterfall hunting videos I've ever seen. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's been taking off. It's been doing good. And the thing I like about it is there's no cap on it, so we can yeah. we can get 20,000 subscribers sure. if we want. But Have you thought about, like, adding like becoming a network so there's a lot of like podcasting is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah more everybody's got a podcast now mm-hmm. and uh so you're getting these these networks are starting to spring up you know where you can get a bunch of different titles under one umbrella you know, kind of a one-stop shop yeah okay have you thought of put any thought about like having you know offering like i'll just throw it like big honker podcasts like mm-hmm. they could you know, for a fee, they could list on 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 the roost or something like that. Yeah, no, yeah, we th- we th- 
Yeah. I mean, we kind of do that with uh, dog training with Adam Tupman. He's got a dog kennel and stuff. Okay. And, I mean, me and Scott don't really use dogs, but we know people like using dogs and people like how to learn how to use dogs mm-hmm. by professionals and stuff. So we have a bunch of, like, dog training videos on there. So, I mean, dude, we got we got goose hunts, duck hunts, pigeon hunts, iguana hunts soon. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> yeah, right. And, uh, and then uh, Scott, he had the uh, bad grammar and basic grammar where he teaches you how to goose call. Yeah. And now Scott has 30 weeks to better, which he, 30 weeks from now, or I don't know what it is now, but when he started at 30 weeks from then would be goose season. So he's trying to get you a better goose caller by then. So he has all the instructionals on how to be a better goose and duck caller. And I have my podcast. He's got some podcast material stuff on there, migration stuff, and a lot of how-to stuff. It's just it's literally waterfall hunting 24-7, and it's just pure waterfall hunting. So if you're a duck and a goose hunter, go to theroosttv.com and just check it out. And you can, I mean, if you if you don't like it, you can unsubscribe for that month. There's you're a, a freaking jerk, of, but you yeah. can. <laughs> <laughs> there's a ton of there's a ton of people I run into. Like, I mean, you're not really alone. Like, there's a ton of waterfallers that are not in, interested in fishing which i just yeah i don't know i guess i just have to be outdoors doing something mm-hmm. all it's like i have no off season so it's it's like i just what i'm always like what are you doing this summer like right what, what the hell are you doing right right <laughs> like, but uh-huh. i know but but it's only it seems to be like waterfallers are the only ones that have are like insane specialists like that because mm-hmm. most deer hunters i know and maybe it's because their season is so short but yeah they got other hobbies. Yeah, most deer mm-hmm. hunters I know they can be the most passionate deer hunter in the world, and they and they spend their off season. There's tons of scouting going on in the off season, about whatever. But they all still fish. Yeah, or they yeah. all still do whatever. Some of them even dabble in duck hunting. But mm-hmm. it's like the people that like would label themselves waterfowlers. They stick to one thing. A lot of them do. Yeah, a lot. Of them I mean, do. not I know a lot not of all of them fish. obviously, but I know a lot of them are just mm-hmm. they're that's all they give a shit about. Right. Yeah. I know. I know that that hunter grounds. He, uh, he's a huge bass fisherman, you know, I, I got a lot of buddies that do both and it just, fishing just never hooked me, <laughs> you know, there we go. <laughs> yeah, right. It just never did really, you know, I don't know. Everything's so goddamn sharp. <laughs> like the hooks are sharp. You get them in your hand and then you catch weeds and you break your line. You got to retie it. And then even when you do catch a fish, if you do get lucky enough to whatever's pulling on your rod, getting you excited, if it doesn't snap off and you're like, I'm done, bring me to landing. I hate that because you don't even get to see it. What you were, what you missed, you know, like deer hunting. You're like, I just missed a 10 point buck. You know, like, at least I got to look at it. But even that, and then when you do catch a fish, you put it in your hand, it spikes you in the hand. It's like, I'm done, dude. Get me out of here. <laughs> I, just, I mean, there, there are ways where that doesn't happen. Right. I, mean, I know. It, yeah. If all, if things work the way they're supposed to, none of that stuff happens. Right, so. right, right. Yeah, it, it just it just is too boring for me. And ice fishing, I don't like the ice. I fell in the ice when I was younger, and it just yeah, so did I. I, I just right, but no, I don't know. I just don't like it. <laughs> well, That's my. You excuse. don't have to like it. Right, yeah. <laughs> There's no need. You get to run down everybody, to Oklahoma. And, yeah, everybody gives me shit about. Oh, give me doing ice fish. Come out ice fishing. All we do is drink beer. It's like, dude, I'll drink beer at the bar. You do deer hunt though. Oh yeah, I deer hunt. I go the first weekend with my dad up yeah. in Virginia. And that's so. more of a, like, just a traditional family, family hangout tradition thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. doesn't really have anything to do with hunting at all. Yeah, we well, used to. At least that's what I gather from from your right. post. Well, no, my our deer stands are basically growing into the tree at this point. We don't have trail cameras up, food plots. We just, there's a lot of deer up there. We go up there and we shoot deer. Uh, we, we used to hammer the spike bucks, but now we kind of, nah, let them grow, let them pass, you know, whatever. But, yeah, no, I've been lucky enough. I've killed three nice 10 pointers and uh my dad's killed a couple nice ones and shit my dad gets violent with it dude i don't know if he aims for the head or what god he just crushes their eyes are hanging out and shit i'm like what the hell dad 
but yeah. <laughs> what is he shooting? I'm pretty sure it's a 300. Oh, that's probably why that yeah. thing's hitting with a lot of force. It's oh, basically yeah. a buffalo gun. He's shooting right. squirrels with it. Yeah, yeah, basically. So yeah, yeah that, he yeah. likes it. Well, yeah, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> the thing didn't even kick. I was like, oh, apparently not. It doesn't have any brains. <laughs> yeah, how could it? There's no wiring left. <laughs> it's in already it. quartered out. Exactly. Just waiting for you. Yeah, but yeah, it's cool. And then we clean them up there. And my, my uncle's got a really nice heated garage. We clean them there, eat them there. My aunt cooks it. It's fun. It's fun. It's a blast. And then they own the land that literally touches the bar land, so they can, so we can just take a four wheeler right through the trail, go to the bar, take a four wheeler back through the trail, Perfect. and we're home. You know, no way you can get caught. <laughs> no, way, no way you can get caught. But, not that we drink and drive or anything, but yeah. would never, yeah, never I, dream of it. No, but it, it's it's fun. I do like deer hunting. I could see me getting more into deer hunting the, really? old, the older I get. You know, like okay. I like because I'd like to buy land and shit. And if it comes with woods, I'd put food plots out and hunt it, hmm. or you know, let some buddies hunt it or something. I don't know, but yeah, I think that would awesome. be that would surprise me actually. Really, I don't know why. No, I like deer hunting. You don't or what? No, I love deer hunting, but I just, because you're such a waterfall specialist and I know you do yeah. it like, but when you do it, you seem to do it pretty casually. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you don't come across as like you're diehard into it. So then when you just now send like, I see it's something I could get into and like, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I, could. I, I don't got the, field. Yeah. I don't got the urge to chase like caribou or elk or anything sure. like that, you know, but I mean, I like eating all that stuff, but yeah, I just stick to the birds. Just such a bird nerd when you it comes gonna, to it teal hunt when we get an early teal season i don't know sure you know, <laughs> you know maybe, what else you got to do yeah you know i don't know i do like eating teal we give uh me and turkey like fight about the teal like who's taking the teal because then his girl amanda cooks them for us oh she cooks them so good too nice. we eat the shit out of some teal but yeah i mean i don't know yeah, teal season sure we can't, so, we can't so, even get people to, we can't even get water followers to agree on that is I it just official? got in a big no it's not official yet because they oh. just had that like town meeting town yeah. hall me, online meeting or whatever yeah pretty sure we're gonna get one it's it's, it's so stupid to not have one in my mm-hmm. opinion right we're the only state in our flyway that doesn't really and it's like well i don't the the people that are against it Say there's going to be too much incidental take. You know, too many people are going to be shooting wood ducks. But the other states don't show that. Right. They don't. Yeah. And then people argue like, oh, because people are going to report when they shoot the run. No, they have people out there watching. Right. Like they're not out there to write tickets. They're literally just watching. They're just watching. Yeah. Yeah. So I got I got into it on Facebook with a couple guys, and I mean they were just using ridiculous language too, where they were just like, it's going to destroy the wood duck population. Yeah. Shut up. How old are we, these guys? 50s? I don't know. You know. I don't know. They're younger guys, I think. Really? That's it's like, you know, how are you going to destroy the wood duck population? If yeah. you don't destroy it when it's actually open, exactly. you when think you some are accidental take is exactly. going to destroy? It won't do nothing. Yeah. It's not going to do anything. And then they start arguing, well, we're just going to push the ducks out of the state even faster. Yeah, so I got it. into that debate where it's like hunting pressure does not make them change right. states. No. The calendar and weather mm-hmm. make things migrate. Exactly. Not hunting pressure. You're exactly. going to push them around. They yeah, might yeah. not be on that slough that you were right. on today. Right. They're going to find a They'll park. They'll go to sloughs where they're not getting they're shot They're going to go at. in town. Yeah. But they're not like, yeah. oh, shit, a gunshot. Let's go to Iowa. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because guess what? There's an early teal season down there, too. Right, exactly. And, like, the early teal seasons are all, like, the same mm-hmm. at the same time, even states away. So yeah. where are they going to run to? When are they going to have it? Uh, I think I think they'd probably do it in August. I'm oh really? Sure, I think I could be wrong. Unless it's going to open the same time as early goose, could be early September maybe. In August. Hold on. A lot of the blue. Hold on a second. 
That's that? me. That's my chair. Ticking. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah I'm like, what is that noise? Yeah, I kept um, hearing it. And I was like, oh, I took my water no, bottle I thought, down. Like, what are you gonna go Google something with? Yeah, uh, no. no, I th- yeah, I think I think most teal seasons are either late August or early September. Mm. Cause it's before the regular duck season. I mean, it's what I mean. I I don't like duck hunting as much, dude. When it when it comes down to it, man, Canada geese, are you know, are, is king to me. Like I rather do that no matter what. But I mean, yeah, if there's an early teal season and I got access to a pretty easy pond to get to, I'll go shoot them. That's fine, you know. But I don't anything else. It's like I don't know, you know. Yeah, sure. I mean, the, I might, will I do it? Probably just for just like. Cause it's oh, there. Yeah, it's there now, you know. But. Would I would I go out of my way and try to target a shit ton of teal and scalp my ass off to do it? Probably not. But <laughs> I don't think I think it's gonna be pretty easy. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that's the thing with teals; they migrate so early. Every opener, we kill a bunch of teal. Yeah. You know? Well, and and by by our duck opener, I think like half of them are gone. Oh yeah, they already. Take off. Yeah. So that's why they're. They should move. That's why they're trying to get an early teal season. They should move like, that duck season back. And I don't care what people say. We have such an abundance. That's a contested subject. I know. We have such an abundance of ducks when the season's over with. Like, more than I've ever, you know, see. It's like, all right, the season's over with two weeks later. Boom. There's tens of thousands of them swarming right. around town. It's but, like, but it's a good thing that we do have the zones, though, because yeah. that never happens in the northern part of the state. Right, right. Like, usually... It freezes up before even their normal sixty day season. Right, right. Well, then gone. zone it out, like you were saying. Well, that's what they do. I yeah. mean, we do have the north, central, and south zone, and right. I think what a yeah. lot of people are would like. And Steve Court said this is probably isn't going to happen just because it'd be a logistical nightmare. But having a river zone that really has a big split or just starts way late because you only yeah. get sixty days, yep. so you can mix and match those sixty days however you want mm-hmm. per zone. And I think each state can have up to five zones or something like that. Um, but that's what they're trying to do, and you just can't make anybody happy. No, you like can't. you do the split, and then like I, I just talked to some people in the in the snow goose field this spring, and they were bitching about it. Like, oh, all the all the ducks come down when we're on our split, right? Well, yeah. what do you want? I mean, what do you want? I guarantee you, if you didn't have a split, then you'd be bitching that all the northern mallards came down after the season closed. Like, right. the DNR is an impossible job. Yeah, like yeah. they. The more I dig into it and the more I talk to these people, like I start defending them all the time. There's this there's this weird narrative in the hunting community where like the DNR is out to get you mm-hmm. or they, they want you to have a terrible experience out there. It's like, mm-hmm. no, they don't. Or they're wrong. Or, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. They're they're trying to do the best that they can because like, they not, not only do they have to take in like actual hunters opinions, they have to take in non hunters' opinions too. It's right, like they, exactly. they they literally have an impossible job. Right. And they, even when I we rolled out to South Dakota and, and one of the people like, well be careful because the the COs are out here this year. I've seen them a bunch of times. I'm like, good. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm not breaking laws anyways no, yeah, the hell no do limit I care? On them. And so, I what's and the difference? I'm I like to see them. Yeah, yeah. I, I love this resource mm-hmm. and if you didn't have people enforcing it, we all know people would just go they would just make piles of birds and they wouldn't eat them they would just leave them i mean right, there exactly. there are assholes out there yeah, so exactly. they would totally do it so when i see a ceo i'm like good yeah you have to enforce a lot does they <laughs> yeah. don't make me nervous you know no they whatever. don't make me nervous either i'm, I'm oh. actually legitimately glad mm-hmm. to see them when i see them sure you can have we all have our horror stories i got my own ceo horror stories where a guy's a dick and he does you know yeah, i yeah, mean yeah. there's power trips i mean it's grab a group of people of any kind in any in any circle social or professional yeah. and you're going to have a percentage of those people are going to be dicks mm-hmm. that's yeah, just yeah, how it is yeah, it's just how it goes <laughs> it's just how life is yeah but yeah no i th- I th- it's it's super hard to get anybody 
like especially more than 10 people to agree on fucking anything oh, yeah. especially when it comes to hunting those people are set in their ways how their dad raised them how their grandpa told them you know this is how it should be and they're stuck on it you know and a lot of things are too it's like dude you guys don't hunt near as much as a lot of people do so i think if we want to change some shit or put some good word in we need bigger waterfall or people to go in there and listen or give advice yeah. or this and that you know right. people just don't do it no know? they don't they don't take it they don't play a role in it but then no. they'll bitch about the outcome it's right. like, well what did you do right right did you fill out the survey no it doesn't matter no. they don't even look at that yeah. anyways no, they're, they gonna, they're gonna do what they're gonna do yeah well no they do uh, i mean if, i don't know what to tell you did they change anything on the spinning wing decoy well none of this stuff is official yet but they yeah. are they are looking at i mean they're basically trying to make it they're trying to take all the rules out pretty much because because right. hunter numbers are just dying off mm-hmm. like so fast right so they're trying to bring more people to it that's why they're bringing the limit to five all season long yeah you know it doesn't actually have anything to do with keeping the population down it's like Mm -hmm. the population can support it we think it'll bring more you know interest people more so we're going to do it early teal season same way we can get more people into it yep make it so that you can use spinning wing decoys on opening day that just makes so more people will get into it like Mm -hmm. every single change they want to do is just to make it more appealing to, yeah. For people, so yeah. they start buying licenses because without that li- those license sales, you're screwed. Right, exactly. You might think that's great that there's less people hunting or more birds for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, because that's less money going into habitat. It's less right, money. Right. You're gonna end up overall probably having less ducks. So right. Yeah. Exactly. We need more, and we need more voices at the table because eventually our voice will get so small mm-hmm. that that non-hunting or even worse, the anti-hunting voices yeah, yeah. will get we'll so loud yeah. that you won't even have a season. Mm-hmm. They'll yeah. just shut it down. And if you don't think that can happen, you're only lying to yourself. Just look at what's wouldn't going on be, in California. Wouldn't that be fucking wild if they talked about shutting down the hunting season? I'd still do it. I think I'd just be like, fuck you. How much is <laughs> my jail Robin time? I'm still going out there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it'll ever get like that because it goes back to like the survival days of you can't tell me I can't go out and get my own food. Well, they've done you know it in California. I mean? What they do in California? To an extent. I mean, to and that's fucking my, California. Lion, hunt, lion hunting has been shut down for a while lion? now. Yeah, mountain lion. Oh yeah. But the same, the dumb thing about that is they used to have people would go there. Yeah. Buy a license. Mm-hmm. Right. That money goes to the state. Yeah. Hire yeah. a guide. All that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yep. They're making money. Mm-hmm. Well, they shut it down. Same amount of lions get killed every year. They're just done by the DNR. Yeah. Or contract hunters or whatever. Yeah. And then yeah. because it's illegal. You can't do anything with the meat or the hide, so they right. literally just dig a hole, dump them in there, and cover it up. That's so they just horrible. go to waste. That's the same, you, you haven't saved. So, so for any anti-hunters out there, like you, you haven't saved any lives. Yeah, you haven't. They're You're still just killing dying. innocent lives now. Yeah, now it's costing. Yeah, it's costing the the government money. Right. And none of the resources are getting used. Right. It's like the worst case scenario. Well, you know what? Then, but then, what they don't like, they just don't like the idea of people taking enjoyment yeah, out of killing. Of killing. That's yeah. it's their religion. They there's, just there's there's, there's so no much amount more of logic. Just you can, that. Yeah, there is. We know that. Right. Yeah. But there's no amount of logic you can feed them that they'll take that yeah, and absolutely. and amend their viewpoint. They've well, already made up their mind, and it is what it is. Well, what they should do then is they should let the mountain lion get super abundant, like huge numbers. Let the coyotes get even huger. <laughs> let them start eating their dogs and their cats, and then see where they want to yeah. fucking go. Let their three-year-old kid get scooped up by mountain lion and see how they like it yeah. oh well too bad we couldn't have killed that one i right. had a couple of clear shots at it at my back door but 
little Timmy just got mauled, and I don't care, you know. Yeah, and a lot of them are so extreme, they honestly would, they wouldn't care unless it actually happened to them specifically. If exactly. it happened to their neighbor, they wouldn't care they wouldn't because care. they would. then yeah. they always say the bullshit stuff like, well, they were they were here first. Yeah. Fuck's that up to with anything? Yeah, so what? We Humans have a right to live somewhere, do we not? Exactly. Unless you find some way to magically make us live in the clouds, yeah, which yeah. then would just be in the bird's way. Right. So, I mean, what do you want from us? Right, exactly. Like We, we have a right to, to the land, too. Exactly. We, we have to live somewhere. Yeah, so, I don't know. It does. Yeah, there's so there's so many rules and so many people. When it, I've almost deleted Facebook a thousand times oh, because yeah, of, so you yeah. can, you just can't talk to anybody. You can't say anything anymore. The 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 political way of you know this and that. It's just freaking stupid. I'm sick of hearing it. I'm sick of thinking about it. You know, I literally think like Facebook and all these all these social media platforms are literally there to divide us and make us more racist. Like another thing is too is um it's like all oh, this cancel culture, right? You cancel the Pepe Le Pew, and oh, we cancel the green. Who's the green eggs and ham guy? The uh, Doctor Seuss. Doctor Seuss. It's like, are people actually fucking canceling them, or is these social media platforms just making tags and saying they're canceled? It's like, are they though? Because I have never heard anybody say yeah. that they got a beef with Doctor Seuss. Yeah, me too. You so know what I mean? A, Makes no fucking sense. A couple sense. different things, and I think they're somewhat. Well, they're related, but different. So on the social media thing, I actually don't think, I used to kind of share your opinion where like, I think social media has like this insidious whatever, but they don't. What they have is an algorithm. They have an algorithm that whatever you engage in, it shows you more of that. So if you're, all you're doing is getting into political debates. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they show you. That's all they show you. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It just. Apparently that's what you want to see. Same with so like hood fights. You just that. keep seeing hood fights. Yeah, and so stuff what like I that, yeah. what I started doing it took, and I used to be that guy. I used to be that guy that could not say no to a good political argument, and, right, just right, not, right, and yeah. I'd go to bed angry. And it's like yeah, I realized yeah. like it wasn't good for me. Yep. And it took a lot of discipline, but I finally got away from not doing it. And even mm-hmm. you, I have to bite my tongue. Like I'll type something out and then just delete, delete it. Delete it. Yeah, me too. I'm like, okay, <laughs> remember, yep. you don't want to start this and again it doesn't because matter. right now I don't really get into political debates much. Right. Yeah. Me neither. Hardly ever anymore. So now. The only things I engage in, and the other thing you can do is like, ne- if you feel the need to put the angry face, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it'll that's just another thing it tells it'll, that agri- it'll algorithm. Hook it. Yeah, so hook it. only like work. and love and comment on things that you actually like and love. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. You're interested in, and yeah. guess what? That algorithm will do. Start it will show you all that shit. So if you nice. like, I can break my phone out right now and mm-hmm. I scroll till I get a blister. It's nothing but hunting and fishing shit. Cool. Facebook's not in there feeding me right. stories of Biden. Right, he would feed me stories of Biden if I started interacting with it. Right, right, Because right. it, and it's it's just it's AI. <laughs> it's a robot. It's mm-hmm. it's the algorithm is like yeah, I hear you. Whatever you click on, I let's show them that because we want to sell advertising. Mm-hmm. So give them what they engage in. But there's just so much stuff that I see, and it's like I don't even, like a lot of times on Face or on Snapchat, like you can see the Snapchat stories. Yep. And it's like this is stupid. I'll hold down on it and I'll I'll hide that content. But it's just like it keeps coming and right. coming and well, coming. Well, I guess I can't speak to like, Snapchat, damn, but dude, I know. And I'm I'm not commenting on like Ben Shapiro videos right, right, or anything right. like that. I'm not commenting on, you know, I just I don't comment because I, as soon as somebody reads my comment and then they start blasting me it's like first off as soon as you scale go past that video you're not gonna remember who i am what i said right. you're just gonna say your shitty shit yeah and then keep and leave yeah, yeah and keep and going leave. you know yeah so it's it's not worth my time yeah you know but yeah some stuff you gotta bite your tongue i've written pe- plenty of paragraphs out deleted them yeah. but it's still <laughs> like know? dude yeah why is this no. all happening yeah. anybody that kind of shares that view just do an exercise for one week yeah, yeah, yeah. just only like i'm gonna things. do that just yeah. only like things yeah. and that end of the week like 
Take see a mental note like. to scroll through your Facebook feed right. and see what it looks like. Yeah, I right. promise you it'll fix it. Cool. It'll, I mean, we, we can, we, that part we can control. Cool. Now, the other thing as far as like the cancel culture and the Dr. Seuss and all this other shit. Yeah. I didn't see anybody, you know, going out of their way to say Dr. Seuss is racist or get rid of Pepe Le Pew. You don't, you don't right. really hear it. So you're like, well, where does it come from? Yeah. I didn't hear anybody bitching about Mrs. Butterworth. Why do we have to yeah, take exactly. her off the yeah, label? Exactly. Nobody was boycotting them. Like, yeah. we're not going to buy your syrup until you take that black lady off the yeah. off the bottle. Which makes Which no I sense I think to it's me. racist as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, right. I mean, get that black you, lady out of here. you have nothing but white people. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And get marketing. The, get the Indian lady off of the Lando <laughs> legs, too. It's like, dude, these are these are uh, cultured best. people yeah. here, and we're getting rid of them? This doesn't make any sense No, that's the best one, and I don't know who said it first, so Credit to whoever said it first yeah, was yeah, like yeah, yeah. the most American thing ever to yeah. take the Indian and leave, or keep leave, the land, yeah, yeah. get rid of the Indian and keep, keep the, the land, land or however he yeah. said it was hilarious. Yeah. But I, what I think that I think there's people in a boardroom somewhere. It's a marketing play, yeah, right? Because yeah. when they do that, what do you hear? Land of lakes, 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 right. land of lakes for two weeks. Yep. So what these people realize is this woke culture, this cancel culture, yeah, yeah. they realize it's a thing. It's yeah. a it's a small percentage of the actual people that give a shit. Right, right. But what they do know is they get a shit ton of free advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people buy it Just by it bringing so it up. Yeah, yep. Look at Coca-Cola with that, you know, be less white or whatever. I don't, yeah, th- I don't yeah. think that was intentional, right, but right. it did put Coca-Cola in the news. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it was nonstop. There was a bunch of advertising that they didn't have to pay for. That was just one thing that always hooked me. It's like, okay, these Snapchats telling me it's canceled and this Facebook, it's telling me it's canceled, but there's nobody actually saying like, this right. is why we're canceling yeah. them. You that's know, why it doesn't think, make any sense yeah. to me. It's like, and that's why hell I think is going when people on? are getting, you know, this is what's wrong with America. I think we need to realize is like, uh, and I'm pro-capitalist, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure, but I think this is kind of a a, a darker or an uglier side of capitalism. Is that mm-hmm. as far as marketing goes, they realize how do, how can we get our name, name out there, out Way there more, yeah. cheaper? Get everybody talking about it. Yeah, is to just jump on this bandwagon, right. and then next thing you do it. I mean, look at Hollywood stars. Like, does anybody give a shit if you're gay anymore? No, no. Yeah. Like Twenty years ago, yeah. coming out of the closet was kind of a big deal. Yeah, sure. When a when a star comes out of the closet now, everybody's yeah. like. <laughs> okay. Nobody cares, dude. Yeah, right. And the only reason they do that is because their career is dying. Right, yeah. That's so they're true. trying to be relevant. Yep. And I agree. they're just desperate. It's like yeah, nobody, literally nobody, nobody cares, cares dude. dude. Yeah, nobody cares. I've never, I haven't cared since I've been like even younger and the way I was yeah, like growing well, up I with mean, my friends and stuff, you know, it's like, dude, I don't care. You when invented grinders. So yeah, gonna... dude. And, <laughs> and it's like, I have mad support for those people. But yeah, I, I just, you know, some of the ways that people come, not come out like as a gay way, but like anything they come out a way of you know they're trans or gay or you know or anything like that it's like dude nobody cares why are you making such a big deal about it you know what i mean yeah keep doing you that's fine man hell yeah cheers nobody cares i i the only time i care what you do is when what you do takes away from what i want to do yeah exactly now we have a problem yeah don't push it on me and don't call me names because i'm telling you i'm not going to accept your push on you know what i mean like dude this is how i live that's how you live hell yeah Yeah, you want to play a game of pool let's play a game of pool (laughs) let's have a beer but don't like start bashing me and my way of life because i'm not doing it to you i could care less as long as you're not hurting anybody physically you're fine yeah don't care just i saw a tiktok the other day craziest like we live in an amazing time in an amazing country. Like you, mm-hmm. what if you can think of it, you can be it, you can live it, you can do whatever. So here's yeah, this, absolutely. here's this uh, southern black gay guy. Uh, he's wearing like he's a cowboy. He's like a 
I can't even. He, oh, it was a Confederate flag shirt, but yeah. in like rainbow colors. <laughs> and he had like a John Deere hat or some shit. I don't remember. Like it was like a conglomerate of all this stuff. And this person that was interviewing was like, that seems like a, you're kind of like a contradiction. Do you, yeah, yeah. like, these people aren't going to accept you. And he just cuts me like, yeah, they do. Right. Yeah. Like, you know who I get hate from? Everybody on the left. Yeah, exactly. That calls me an Uncle Tom. Exactly. Calls me this, calls me that, calls me a, a, a race traitor. Yeah, yeah Calls yeah. me, a, a, you know, the LGBTQ community. Yeah, yeah. It yells at me because I'm not yeah. speaking. He's like, I go to these Trump rallies. And he was a Trump supporter. He's like, yeah. you, know what they, you know what the bad things they say to me are? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, they they're glad I'm. Su- they're they're glad I'm supporting the, yeah, the president. They give me a seat next to him and stuff. Yeah, and it's they like, don't care. He's like, yeah. you keep telling us that they're racist mm-hmm. and that they're bigots, but they're not. Right. Yeah, I'm exactly. I'm in the trenches with them. They're not saying anything. Yeah, no, not at all. Well, and I, most, me and my buddies don't go out and drink beer and say racist shit or homophobic stuff. It's like, dude, we're just hanging out. And there's gay people in town, you know, and there's colored people in town. Nobody cares, dude. <laughs> if you're a good person, you are a good person, and awesome. we can Nobody hang says out. Colored people anymore, cool. Joe. I just want to point I don't that out. Bla- I, dude, I don't <laughs> even like. Call, I don't even like calling them color. black. No, they're I know. black. It's okay. just a description. Like yeah, I get it. I it's like, well, what do you call them? Call yeah. them? No, okay. Well, you call them whatever black. the hell they. If they I call refer them by to their them first name. Black people, then, then yeah, black. Yeah, exactly. I what, call them by their first name. That's Bill. That's who that. That's who that is. It's Bill. That's what I'm saying. I mean, at some point in time, you do have to give a descriptor like yeah yeah you know somebody kicks the shit out of you and the guy's an albino you're right, gonna right. probably be like well who beat you up a fucking albino beat yeah, me up dude right. he had pink eyes and white hair yeah find that motherfucker he punches really hard <laughs> 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 but, he's yeah. angry yeah you know i just i'm so sick of the debates and the hatred and it's almost like i was saying i felt like it was social media trying to divide us like like and now you see it on tiktok too where like a black guy will be like Dude, we don't hate the white people. Right. And the white people are like, we don't hate the black people. Yeah. You know? There's a bunch it's, of it out it's, there. It's just so much bullshit. I just think people have so much hate in their heart that they don't care that Let you know, anything happened. That they just they just are bad people and they yeah. want to yell. They want to hold signs. They want to scream. They want to bicker. They want to argue. It's like, dude. What it is is kind of cowardice and laziness for the people that are calling other people out because it's a way for them to feel righteous without actually having to do anything. Yeah. I don't have to be a good person if I can just prove to people that you're a bad person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I called it out, so that makes me a good yeah, person. Yeah. And no, it, it doesn't. Yeah, and that's another thing, too, is like if you call it out first, you know, if before somebody calls you a racist, call them a racist first. Right, right. And then watch them. Exactly. Yeah, you know. It's, it's like fucking just stupid, dude. Yeah, it's dumb. I'll, I will say, though, like going through TikTok, and, and I'm sure everybody's feed's different, but I do see a lot of that. I do see a lot of people, whether it's the GBLTQ plus community or the, you know, people mm-hmm. of color, whatever term you want to use, that are speaking out against it. Like, this narrative isn't true. Right, yeah. It's just not true. No, I'm not I'm no. not seeing it. I don't see it in my life. We're never going to come together if we keep no. pointing out our differences. Exactly. And it, that's refreshing to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. sweet. Because, yeah, if you just listen to, like, the 9 o'clock news, you're like, we're headed for a, a yeah. war for sure, yeah, a race war a for, sure. But, for sure. But now that you know that there's people that don't share that yeah, yeah, narrative yeah. and don't share that opinion, you're like, all right, there's a little light of hope right. there. We need to just promote that and just treat everybody equal, like same. you want to be treated. Like I, mean, I said, it, dude, it's pretty simple. It's none of my business what you do or what color you are or anything. If you're a good person, 
Yeah. You can be my friend. You know <laughs> you what I mean? You can be my friend. But, uh, dude, and speaking of TikTok, talk about a violently racist, sexist app, dude. That app is violently <laughs> racist sometimes where I'm like, that's probably the most racist thing I've heard all month. And then, But their videos stay up, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then yeah, me yeah. killing a goose, you know, and then you got some 14-year-old talking about, you know, some of the most vulgar lyrics you could ever hear on a rap oh, song yeah. and, like, shaking her stuff. And then you got older adults, like, literally showing their asses and their boobs and stuff. It's like, it's cool for me, yeah. But <laughs> if I can't show me... Big fan. Yeah, if I can't hold up a dead goose where I'm hunting... So supplying right. myself with yeah. food and shit like that it's like dude this narrative on this app is very ass yeah. backwards there, you there's know? definitely some weird shit you know it's like oh we got rid of dr seuss but you know now my kid can go back and and burn yeah. that hooker to the ground on, on grand theft, grand theft auto. auto yeah exactly yeah. you know it just doesn't make any sense Think, it, it doesn't feel, make any sense i feel it, like i've been living in the twilight zone for like four years now it's crazy isn't it's it? just nuts it's but. it's crazy I, I probably won't get any it'll be, get worse before it gets better if it ever gets better I mean, yeah. this is how empires fall. I mean, it really right, is. Right, if you, right, if you right. look at history, like we're we're just following this. We're just right. following the timeline. It's yeah. just gonna be a matter of time. Yeah. Um, but with that, when I say fall, it's like it's not like we're gonna like go back to the dark ages or anything. It's like you know, there was a one time where like you know England was the greatest country, greatest empire, mm-hmm. and then they fell. You know, America kind of took that that rollover. Like England's not that anymore. They're not this great empire. They didn't disappear. Right. No. They just you know. Shit happens. They get knocked right. back a little bit, and somebody else will be take over the world. Probably right. China. That's not gonna be good for anybody. Probably China. <laughs> That's one place I'd always wanted to go to was China. They got cool ass ducks over there. Cool ducks. Crazy food that I like to eat. I like to eat like a tarantula stuff like that. You can go to Mexico and do that. Awesome. Can you really? Yeah. I suppose you could. They don't have tarantulas in China. Tarantulas are a South American creature. Oh, whatever. Just like to go eat crazy cool shit. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of random stupid animal facts. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got any traveling planned or anything? Uh, nothing too crazy. But like my, I was just kind of brainstorming this with a friend of mine. It's like what I what I want to do is get back to kind of my my big big brainchild of full scale outdoors was to really travel around and mm-hmm. meet people like. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the iguana guy. What's his name again? JP. JP, and go down and meet him and yeah, have yeah. him on the podcast, yeah, and then, yeah. and then go to I don't know, go to Washington and and yeah, go sturgeon fishing up there, mm-hmm. and then go to Texas and do a hog hunt, and go to yeah. New Jersey do a brand hunt, and just meet people all over the country, yep, yep. and just get their story. Yeah, yeah. You know because there's a lot of like, there's no shortage of like upper Midwest content, and it's all pretty much the same. You know, the same names, the same stories, the same whatever. And as far as, like, a business goes for me, my network is only ever going to get so big right. if it's constrained to right here. Mm-hmm. You know, to to get that out there and to get the brand where I want to see it in the future, I have to break into those other networks. And the only way yeah. to do that is to physically yeah, go. go yeah. Because somebody in New Jersey doesn't give a shit what the walleye bite is on the last. Right, exactly. Right? But yeah. if that's all I'm Lives doing and that's the only content line. I have to co- talk about mm-hmm. – they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. But now if it becomes, you know, I always say I would like to be like an in-between between like Joe Rogan and Meat Eater, you know, yep, kind yep. of a mix of those, yep. you know, because just like we did, we just got it. We didn't talk anything about hunting. We got into politics and mm-hmm. social issues and right. and that's fine because what I wanted to do from the onset with this podcast is emulate those conversations you have in the duck blind. Yes. Sometimes you're yes. telling off-color jokes and you're yep. you're ripping on each other, and that's They're hilarious. They're not called off-color jokes anymore, <laughs> Dale. 
What the hell am I supposed to call it? Vulgar. I don't know. <laughs> Hope we don't get canceled. God damn it. Nobody can cancel me because I'm my own boss. So, right, exactly. And you Same. can send all the angry emails you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not opening them. Right, yeah. Uh, but, so, yes, there's the time and place for that. And if, and if yeah. that just kind of naturally happens in the conversation, mm-hmm. awesome, great. Cool. And we're yeah. dying and tears are running right, from like, yeah. Perfect. Those are great episodes too but then if it turns and we talk about what we just talked about yeah great because that happens when you're out in the blind and you're right, sharing right. time outdoors with people yeah and you start sharing little bits and pieces yeah. of yourself and that's exactly what i wanted to you know with all the language and everything else like i wasn't going to edit it i wasn't going to try to be clean because we're not clean out there no and no. i feel it's disingenuous yeah exactly to you know and that's how the outdoor industry was for since the beginning of time, know, right? And yeah. they would people would tell you like you have to clean up your act. Yeah, you can't do that. You gotta you can't do this. Do that. You gotta be squeaky clean, no, 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 or it's no. not gonna work. Well, you know what? There's enough of that. I felt like I built a career off just being myself and being the guy in oh, the I blind think, and outside. the I blind. think for sure. You I know think what I, mean? I think the reason like why your Snapchat took off was that that very reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're a naturally yeah funny guy. I mean, waterfall hunters, all they do is like they hunt, and a giant majority of them drink. Get mouthy and swear. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And that's all it is. So yeah. how so how come all of a sudden when you hit record, we have to quit swearing? Right. It's like, dude, have you not watched any movies? Have you not listened to any music? Have you not listened to any radio or anything? It's like, dude, the the F bomb is out there. Yeah, you and know? it's not like I'm trying to be um uh, what's the radio guy? Like I'm not purposely trying to be Vulgar uh, or vulgar something. Or, yeah. yeah, um Hugh uh well, I can't think of his name. It was the I don't know. God. <sighs> Howard Stern. Oh, Howard I'm not trying Stern. to be Howard Stern. Like I'm not yeah. dropping the f bomb yeah, yeah. flagrantly just to yeah. just to do it, just to get a reaction. But if, it, if I'm talking a story and I'm just you know going into, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. dude, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's gonna come out. And that's how you naturally talk when you're with buddies and exactly. with everywhere. And you can even see too. Like I, I get a couple customers that when they come hunting, you can tell they're away from the wife and kids because oh, yeah. every other word is the f oh, word. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. holy shit. Here's a couple times where I'm like, look, dude, we're in a restaurant eating try not to swear so much right God well and dang. it's like knowing your audience right yeah, so like yeah. going back to guiding you get new people every couple of days and so when i meet them yeah i don't i don't immediately shake their hand and be like we're gonna fucking smash in the yeah, day. yeah no yeah, it's yeah. like no huh i ease into it i kind of gauge them like yeah are they people that swear? Because mm-hmm. if they're not, then you I, can pretty much pick up on it. Yeah, then, yeah. I, then I tone it down. I I'm really good back. at turning it on and off. Yeah. I can swear all the time. I'm a preacher's kid, so I'm, I'm like a pro. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or I can not swear at all. It's up to you, you know. But, yeah. it's it's yeah. you got to know your audience. Yeah, absolutely. And so I made this product for my audience. Mm-hmm. And if that offends you, I'm, there's a lot of other content out there. Have at it. Yeah, then go watch something else. Yeah. It, it's not going mean, to bother me. And you know what? And to be fair... I haven't received, I don't think, a single negative yeah, yeah, comment yeah. about it. Yeah. So I think people are lightening up yeah, on that, you know. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it, really. I mean, right. I just don't, it just doesn't seem to be an issue anymore. No, I don't I think mean, so either. I mean, maybe there's, maybe people just don't care. I guess, yeah, I mean, there. maybe they do exactly that. Maybe they listen to it and like, oh, this guy just swears too much for me. Click, yeah, yeah. delete. Right. All right, great, yeah, perfect. Fine. That's the best I mean, case scenario. Like I said, dude, with today's music and movies and everything, I mean, there's a, a chick out there that has a song called Wet Ass Pussy. <laughs> so it's like. Wop. Yeah. Didn't so, she just win like the big uh-huh. award or something? I, I don't know. No I don't know either. I don't pay attention to that <laughs> stuff. I don't even watch TV. I watch movies. That's about it. That's pretty much it too. I, I, I It's all like Netflix and Disney yep. plot, like movies and series. And like yep. even like when I'm in my truck, I don't even listen to commercial radio. No, really? I'm listening to podcasts or music on my phone. Nice. And that's it. Nice. Like I don't, What uh? 
What mm. what's like your favorite show to watch? Oh, it just it depends. Like we watched like The Mandalorian. I like all the sci-fi comic book shit. But I also oh, yeah. did like we were watching Yellowstone. I'm, in, I'm watching Yellowstone. Pretty right cool. Now. I'm about it's one badass. season. Old, we like, watched um, Ozark. That was Ozark. Pretty cool. Hard dude. That Love was badass. Ozark, yeah. Um, Another bad like everybody. Dexter like everybody. Yeah. You know stuff like that. I watched a little bit of Dexter, but after a while I was like, all right, this dude would have got caught by now. And I'm just like, <laughs> see you later. But no, I uh, uh, another really good one is Snowfall. Snowfall. Yeah, Snowfall mm. with uh, his name's Franklin. He's a younger black dude in the seventies or eighties where the the crack epi- epidemic came up. Okay. So he gets this plug of like the best cocaine, the most cocaine, and him <laughs> and his buddies start taking over. And there's drama in it. Oh my god, it's so freaking awesome. Yeah, I can watch. It. I haven't watched Narcos yet. I heard Narcos. I watched like the first two seasons, and after that, I was like done with it. And then uh, El Chapo actually has a. a series called El Chapo. Is it like documentary or something? Yeah, it's like, it's, no, it's it's like a, it's like a documentary. Uh, Docu-series? The, yeah, yeah, but what, what I liked about it the most was how very on script and on, like, the like that's what actually it's actually happened, happened. You know, yeah, i yeah. heard that because i've read books and articles and watched youtube hour-long youtube videos on everything about el chapo because i i love the narco culture mm-hmm. i mean i wouldn't say love but it's i'm really curious about it you know so yeah <laughs> but um but no so the el chapo like actually has like okay that is how he came up oh yes he does use tunnels and that's what like he when he first built the tunnel crazy, he had thir- he had 30 guys building that tunnel for him and when they were done he bought them all pizza and then killed them all because <laughs> he didn't want anybody knowing where right, that tunnel yeah. was you know so it's like oh that's actually what happened and they showed that in the Damn, movie and they dude. showed him going to jail how he escaped how he ended up getting caught and escaping again and how he came up and became this huge you know narco king yeah i'm not super huge in the narco stuff but that yeah. that is such an incredible story that yeah, i probably yeah. will watch that it was cool yeah but the, the snowfall is that on netflix or where uh, it was or... i haven't watched it for probably two years now but okay yeah there's like yeah, two Joe seasons it somewhere it. snowfall is a really good one i like snowfall, snowfall. a lot yeah hmm. there's three seasons of it and it's on the third season and you can find it on hulu it's cool. cool i like it but yeah ozarks man oh i can't wait for that one to come back oh up. is it coming back i thought it was yeah. kind of done no uh-uh. oh it's not no, they're coming oh, okay up. another Another good one too is if you like comedy uh with will forte he's uh the guy who plays mcgruber he's the goofy mm-hmm. guy that, and he um it's the last man on earth as a tv series and oh my god it's so goddamn funny he's the last dude on on earth after this oh virus. i was thinking last man standing with uh no no, no. Uh, what's his nuts this virus goes through and kills like basically everybody so he's like walking around in his underwear and he, he walks up to like convenience stores and just shoots the glass and the glass falls and he walks in there he'll blow his car through the grocery store he'll be driving down aisles grabbing stuff he's just living literally like, nobody else yeah, alive living like the last man on earth he, he has uh margarita pools where he like makes and he lays <laughs> him and drinks them and then he starts running into other people oh, and shit. oh man that. it's 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 hilarious just because i like will forte so much but yeah he's funny that's a good one too last man on earth yeah there's just only so much time to consume content of any kind really yeah 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 I mean, it is. well with the off season me not doing too much well that's true but and I, <laughs> we've already established i don't have an off season no, i'm looking forward to uh right. you know what i might actually do like go south for morels yeah, we thought like about actually doing try that to make too. money. Like actually yeah. sell, you know, like yeah. just all day, all day, every day. All right, let's keep talking. Yeah, he's got to drain it. <laughs> but I've thought about. I know you can actually make. Well, it's a risk, right? You can make money on it if you're finding mushrooms, and if my last couple seasons are uh, any indication, it's going to be a high risk endeavor. <laughs> I have not had the greatest morel season recently, but. 
Hopefully that'll change. Somebody, the way I even got on this like idea, uh, oddly enough, was Snapchat. I got a friend on there who lives in Oklahoma, and he's posted a picture of a morel. And I was like, whoa, wait. While I'm like hunting in eight inches of snow for spring snow geese, I see fresh morel pictures. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And that got my brain spinning because I could see the calendar ticking here, and the business season was going to be over. I was like, man, I wonder kind of digging this like living on the road thing anyways like maybe just hauling off going down south and uh just following the morel migration and just head north and uh until shit opens up come pick buckets and buckets and buckets of morels that'd be i don't know if it's viable or not but i have been thinking about it i don't know had to get that out the other thing i've been thinking about doing is just getting like I know, maybe I shouldn't share this. Somebody else steal the idea. Uh, get, like, <laughs> permission, you know, for farms yep. to go morel hunting mm-hmm. or mushroom hunting and then just put on, like, like guide, like put on a class. Yeah, yeah. We Keep the price about... down, clo- you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. low enough where people are willing to do it for, you know, four hours or whatever, but you mm-hmm. take, like, six to eight people out. Show them what to look for. Because you can't take them to a public spot. No, huh? Because you'll ruin that back. spot. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing with, like, if you think people hang on to fishing spots, mm-hmm. <laughs> try getting somebody's mushroom spot. Good fucking luck. Yeah, absolutely. Not. They'll buy you pizza and then shoot you. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. about it. But I feel like, and then like literally go in and scout it so that mm-hmm. you know that people are going to like. There's mushrooms there. There's mushrooms yeah, there to yeah. be found because you're really doing it as like a, a teaching thing. Like here's yeah. how you can find them on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's n- nobody's really doing that as far as I know. Yeah, we talked about doing that too. But when it comes to mushrooms, dude, it's like me, Turkey, my buddy Aaron Luke, and like maybe a couple other dudes. And we find them and we eat them. And there was one time where like. Well, like, that one year you were just like. Hammered them, yeah. But there was. Um, so many. Like you were saying, go south because there's a lot of restaurants around town here and in the cities that if you went south to like Iowa and then grabbed like 80 pounds and came back up here, you'd make a couple thousand bucks, if yeah. not a lot of I remember, thousands. I remember people were getting like on Craigslist, you could buy like a five gallon bucket for 250 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yep. Just fresh, you know, not washed. Mm-hmm. Like here, nope, I just picked yep. these, come Take get them. them. Yeah. And so, I had a buddy that was doing that and he was selling truckloads of them. Yeah, oh yeah. When I, when I lived out in Minneapolis, um, my buddy uh, Jeff took me to this island and there was i mean we picked buckets and buckets and buckets loads and um i came back and i weighed them out and i put them in bags and i put on craigslist and within two hours i made like eight hundred dollars yeah and those people told me like hey if you get more i'll keep buying and then i called a couple restaurants just to kind of like put mm-hmm. the word out there and like oh yeah i know we buy them we buy them they're not in season or, i mean their season's coming up but if you got them right now we'll take them and stuff it's like god how much money could a guy make yeah. if you were the first one to come back you know what i mean yeah. before I get, they got i don't crazy even just here. do morels like i i'm forage all summer long when yeah, certain yeah. different things come in season my favorites my favorites the oyster the Oysters oyster mushroom great. is my favorite yeah. mushroom. have you had a chanterelle uh i don't think i have oh, they're so good. are they yeah, where do you find them good. what do you look for them? Um, what time of year uh when it's super hot and humid and buggy it oh, yeah. sucks to actually go in the woods for them because you have to like you have to do the head net yeah, long yeah, yeah. sleeves or you will get You'll destroyed yeah, by yeah. mosquitoes and and deer flies but right. um yeah like uh mixed wood mixed hardwoods you know, it's, yeah, yeah. they don't, it's not like morels where it's like, look for a dead elm. Like right, you, right. you want a, a good mix, good, rich soil. Um, they're but they're in the easy ground. to find. Yeah. Easy oh, yeah. to find. Cause they, they're yellow. Yeah. Yeah. They Bright stick yellow. out like you can yeah. spot them from 
100 yards away mm-hmm. instead of, you know, well, maybe not 100, right. 30 yards, 50 yards. Yeah. Not like Morel's where it's like you kicked five Move of them over and, and like, oh, I found one. Yeah. And you look behind and you stepped on 12. You're like, yeah. God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they, they blend in, but Morel's or uh, Chanterelle's are really good too. But I'm, I'm educated enough in it. Like when I go to a restaurant and they'll say on there, you know, with wild mushrooms, I'm like, Really? Yeah, right. Like, Are what they? kind of mushrooms? Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I know what's in season, you son of a bitch. Yeah, don't lie to me. Yeah, and those those oysters you can grow yourself pretty easily too. But yeah, there's a lot of mushrooms you can grow, you can cultivate yourself. Morels aren't one of them. There's like no, no, they're almost it's almost impossible. A couple people have figured it out, um, and they've like patented the the way to do it. Oh yeah. Um, so some people are doing it. It, it sounds like even that isn't like a for sure thing for right. sure thing yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's i mean that's why they're so that's why they're so valuable because mm-hmm. like you you can't cultivate it you know just just think of like if if apples couldn't be farmed right yes yeah, so how much would a like a red delicious apple be super sweet yeah. you know and i'm talking not a talking a wild apple like that if it, if a wild apple was was as sweet and crispy mm-hmm. as the apples that we have created right. in the wild, and then you couldn't cultivate it. No, an apple would be twenty five bucks a piece. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they're in season. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's basically the thing with morels. So I have been thinking about that, and I don't have anything going on until like May. So I'm hmm. like, fuck, man, I just turn that truck south and right. See what happens. Go down there, see what we can find. And you were you were looking at my uh, deer horns. You're like, those are big sheds. Oh yeah. I found one of them when I was mushroom hunting, and I was like, God, oh, look at this. And then when I went to the farmer and I was talking to him, I'm like, Hey, look what I found. You know, you can have it. He's like, I have the other side to that. Seriously? I'm like, No way. And Holy he brought shit. he brought it out, and he's like, Yeah, it was stuck in one of my round bales up on the hill up here. I was like, Really? So the deer must have been horning it or sure, something. Sure. Yeah. And he's like, Here, you can have it. I'm like, You don't want it. He's like, no, I don't want him. You can have him. I was like, sweet. That's nuts, <laughs> yeah, so dude. I got those big-ass That's the craziest yeah. antler pear story I think I've ever right. heard. Yeah, it was cool. And those that's a really impressive yeah, set, nice too. Nice bike. rack. You got a nice rack. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Been working on it. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's, I just love getting out in the woods. Just love being outdoors. Yeah, me too. Hunting anything's fun. But I agree. Yeah, that's, that's where we're at. It's going to be getting busy here for me. I'm not huge into turkey hunting. I mean, me I, do, I do it every year, but it doesn't, like, yeah. Doesn't. I've never shot one. I don't really care to. Yeah, I haven't either. shot one either because I don't give it that much time. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't yeah. put that much effort in. I'm like, I'm going to try it. And if it doesn't work, I don't give a shit. You're right. So, whatever. Yeah, I hear you, man. The other thing I'm pretty doing when I get home is put out some beaver traps. I do that in the spring, too. Yeah. Just not real, like, casual. There's one spot close to my house. It's like a guaranteed catch every year. I get right. one, I eat it, and I'm done. Oh, you eat it. Yeah. Big, They're really good. Big beaver eater. Yeah. I love, <laughs> I love eating beef. It's the best. <laughs> I actually yeah. have a squirrel problem right now at the house. They're chewing on all the edges trying to get inside. Shoot them out, too. They're, I know. They're good. So I got They're some tasty. traps out there right now. They're good to eat, too. But All right, Joel. Thanks for, for doing this. This was awesome. Yeah, no. We'll thanks for having it. me again. Uh, let's not do it for two years. Right, we'll yeah. have to get out and hunt. Like, I jumped in uh, pit properties last year for the first time. That was a lot of fun. Nice. We'll have to get up. Well, you might not be in Fergus. This year. I don't we'll know what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. There's we'll a follow. good chance, and but I don't know. Everybody go subscribe to the Roost. The Roost TV. Dot com. Hand warmers. G Tech. Buy some Bosch Guild. Anybody else? Any other sponsors you need to pimp on? I don't know. Not really. <laughs> buy a <laughs> buy a Molt Gear Goose Call. Molt Gear Goose Call. What do they got? I need to probably get. So you say Thrinin. I've heard some people say Trinin. What does thrinin. Scott say? Thrinin. Thrinin. Yeah. All right. Then it's Thrinin. Shrinin. It's, it's T H, not S H. 
Thrining. Right. All right, so, cool. Yeah. yeah, I should probably get him on one of these days. but Yeah, do it. He's, he's actually good. building a new shop. He bought a new house. Got some ground. Really? And he's, got, he's got a nice shop Rosh? down there. Yep. Doesn't he live down there? He lives in a Os... Uh, Os... Os... O, no. O-S-E-G-O or something. I don't know. I got it written down over there. His address because I send him stuff. He sends oh, me stuff. But. I gotcha. Well, there's... Orinoco. Not Orinoco. It might be. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. But yeah, All dude. Right. Hell yeah. That's it. We're done. Absolutely. See you guys later. Bye. think with four of us spread out on a tiny island that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing but as i've learned no matter where i've been whitetails can be damn tricky pursuing wild game in wild places tune in to hunt stand presents saturdays at 8 30 p.m eastern waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.